What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTimeInc.com. I am your host, David. I am joined with the returning Leo. Woo, what's up, guys? Ryan. What's happening, everybody? Jen. Hey, guys. And joining us for this very special Stephen King episode, Miss Adrian. Thanks for having me back. Welcome back. <laughs> I missed you, Adrian. I mean, I mean, last time we saw each other, we were discussing Supernatural and... Ryan, you were there too, right? <laughs> yeah. Having one of the best episodes on this entire podcast, but you know, whatever. It's my personal favorite. Stop patting yourself on the back. <laughs> it was. I can confirm. Can we throw a celebrate? Can top. I be on the celebratory conclusion of this series episode? No. Wait, are we are we no. gonna have another like supernatural episode when the series ends? We should. I think we, we will should. now. Um I right? thought that just was like, a given. I'll t- <laughs> I'll, I, and I can take the day off. I mean, can David, can you binge watch the whole I'm show so you can be that. on the show with us? I'm not going to do that. Can you please, can you <laughs> no, please binge no, watch no, no, it? If please, David please. couldn't even start Downton Abbey with me, I do want to watch. no shot. No, um, excuse me, go. you cannot compare Supernatural to no, no, Downton no. Yeah, Abbey. Downton Abbey is good. Yeah. That's a really weird juxtaposition of yeah. two shows. <laughs> Downtown <laughs> Abbey is really good. Downtown Abbey yeah. is really Basically good. Basically that like David and I were like, yeah, we're going to start it together and... I'm already on like season three and he's like but not even on episode two. I did start like, binge watching the league again and I'm on season three. I mean, the league is a really good show. The league is can't funny. Really, can't really fault you on that. Thank you. And it is fantasy football season. Yes. All right. Thank you. Fair. But you saw it already. <laughs> by Leo. That's it. <laughs> All right. So uh, today we're going to look at our favorite Stephen King adaptations and Adrian has read every book. 32 times so she knows the ins <laughs> and outs 33 so she knows the ins and outs so she's going to provide a very good perspective on Stephen King adaptations so before we get started we're going to go into some news big news of the week Andy Serkis and Colin Farrell are in talks to join the Batman I am in on this Andy Serkis best known for 13 I mean, going on 30 no, no. that is not correct <laughs> he is, I mean he, so many roles Smeagol he was yeah. Claw in Black Panther well he was he blew up with Lord of the Rings, right? Did it? Would yeah. you agree on that? Yeah, Smeagol was, I think, like his like. Then Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that was oh, after. Yeah, that was yeah. a lot. That was a long after. time after. Yeah, but that was still big for him. Yeah, 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 but he he blew up when he played Smeagol, aka Gollum, off a movie you haven't seen yet. Yeah, it was a- not missing much. I well, started. Ryan, Ryan, you know how I feel about those movies. I love you, man, but no. No, it's uh, just twenty hours of people walking the entire time. That's all they are. And they're on. A they journey. walk back, Ryan. They walk back too. Oh no! Aside from the trees walking, that walking. There's 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 pondering. There's, there's war. Pondering there too. is war. There's thinking. There's Isn't thinking like and pondering. Buddy cop. No, it's not a buddy cop movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it two of them like together it's walking? It's not just two of them. It's and like then a like, fellowship. Right? The and fellowship a, of the ring. And then a blonde Orlando Bloom comes in. And oh, that's Legolas. Legolas. Yeah, Legolas. Bloom. And then does he like fall in love with like an elfish ear? No, <laughs> that's Aragorn. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you like Game of Thrones. Oh, Avengers. So? I George, do like Game of George Thrones. George R.R. Martin wrote Game of Thrones based on Lord of the Rings. That's great. <laughs> <sighs> Next 
go, business. Go Classic. watch your terrible romantic comedies and leave. No, 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 no. None of them are terrible. <laughs> so our next Yo. podcast will be on Bro, welcome comedies. to the last episode romantic of comedy. <laughs> 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 All right, so good casting news, I think. Yes. All uh, we need is John Hammond's Two Face, and I think we're done. And McConaughey as a no, that he was also in the talks John to be Two Face. Too oh, pretty nice. to be Two Face. He is beautiful, but Harvey Dent is beautiful. Mm. So we need. Is there ever been for the guys? I don't know if you guys have read enough. Are you going to ask if there's a beautiful two? Has there ever not been a beautiful Harvey Dent? <laughs> to Tommy Lee Jones? Huh? Yeah, you got it there. <laughs> you, you got me there. Tommy Lee Jones, Jones you got me there. There. <laughs> You got me there. Thank you for everyone leaving me on by myself. Yeah. I'm the only one that answered know. the question. I thought Ryan would chime in right no. away, but he's everyone like, nah. shoot us the hell out of me. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to leave Lee on that hill. Pretty good looking. What's that movie, Volcano? Did, Did you, you just say Tommy that? Lee Jones is a good-looking man? He's not a bad-looking man. So, I'm not like in 1995? My, my sister yeah, called something out about Tommy Lee but Jones? But Volcano. Have you ever seen that movie? Josh yeah. Hartnett looks like a young Tommy Lee Jones. And So Tommy Lee Jones, technically speaking, might have and been And Leonardo DiCaprio looks like a young Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he does. Oh, and he's getting older. And he's starting to oh, look like Jack so at Laker sad. games. <laughs> so he's sad. still beautiful, though. <laughs> so is Emma Stone. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> Happy if you're listening, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> Which she's not, but still. Um, all right, so next bit of news is ugh, Scream is coming back. Scream a new Scream back. film is in development. I have zero interest in seeing another Scream film. We don't need it. We don't. I guess the it's like MTV every remake TV show is pretty good. I don't, I didn't like it too much. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Huh. How did, it how did the show long, end? It took too long in between. How did the show end? The newest season just came out, Like I think... Three years after the last season, so Oof. I'm so off. I like. I is it? Did they it. go back to Ghostface, or did they have that weird mask from the first season still? Because remember, like the killer had that. It wasn't the Ghostface mask. It was like some the What's Up mask. No, <laughs> it was like a. Weird, That's all I see. It was like a weird mask. killer, a weird different mask for the killer. You don't remember? I don't. I have a horrible. Well, it's been so long, so it's I don't. Been I don't. Been so long, but I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. And in other, we just don't need the movie. Yeah, we again. don't. Speaking in, don't in uh, and then like, remakes. how are you going to modern? I feel like Scream Four was more modernized. No, I did like Scream Four a lot. Right. So then, why do we need a new Scream? Oh. Who's the killer? Emma Roberts was the killer. She. Well, yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler for anyone that hasn't seen it. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other bit of horror news that I hate is that there's a new Paranormal Activity coming out. Really? Why? It's set to come out in 2020. Oh damn! That's coming out. Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank no, you. No, thank you. Ooh, did you see the new trailer for uh, Invisible Man? No. Dude. I don't. That's the M. Night Shyamalan? Shyamalan Ding Dong? I don't think it's M. Night. I know it's Blumhouse, though. I know you're a huge Blumhouse oh, fan. Oh, then maybe I, I do. It looks good. Because I know there is a new M. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong show coming to Apple Plus. <laughs> and Apple I, Plus, Apple yes. TV Plus. The Servant, I, I believe it's called. Yeah, that's it. That's With that, like, is. CGI yeah, baby. I saw that. So I... Don't, in the trailer? I don't really... Uh, what's the girl that used to be on Mad Men that is on... January Jones. Hemme Sue. Christine Hendricks. Christina Hendricks. Not Christina Hendricks. Not... Uh, January Jones. Not January Jones. Karen Shipka. Maybe. Uh, oh, Elizabeth... Uh, Elizabeth yes, Moss. 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 Uh, so she's the lead in The Invisible Man. Oh. Okay. And the way they're... The story that they're crafting is that she's breaking up with her boyfriend or husband, and he's abusive, and that he fakes his death. And the way that she can get her inheritance is that she she has to uh, stay in the house or something and not and prove that she's not insane, but he's invisible and starts messing with her to make sure that she comes off as insane. 
Like it's Ooh. something like I've never really would imagine an Invisible Man movie going out like this, but it sounds it's more a, horror. It's than a movie, right? Else. Yeah, movie. Oh, so I mean, we've been thinking about whether or not we're actually going to subscribe because four bucks is a lot. Well, I don't think is that on Apple Plus. Yeah, that's, I, that's Apple, Apple Plus? Plus. That's Apple Plus. Oh, yeah. The the Invisible. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and everything got renewed for season two already, including the morning show. Actually, I think that's the only one that has it yet. I feel oh. like they're going to wait on that anyhow. Also, it's a big budget. All those salaries, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, oh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Like, they're they're banking a lot on them bringing And there hasn't the been a show that's been critically acclaimed yet. I think the only one that has the majority positive is the... Um, the one about Jason the moon. Lola no, one. the one about the moon. Actually, that's getting destroyed. I think it's like mm. 35% on RT. Um, the moon landing one. Where the where the Russians get there first, so okay. that's about. I feel it. like we've seen this story. Yeah, before. we have. Um, a lot. And the, and do we not have other moon landing stories? In the next <laughs> in the next bit of news, but in terms of paranormal paranormal activity, I have zero interest. I only yeah, like same. I only like the third one. Don't you that's think? About it. Or don't or don't or do you think we are in the age past found footage? Yes. Well, that shit genre. died in 1999 with that terrible Blair Witch Project. I mean, no. I give credit after, to the paranormal after Cloverfield, life after Cloverfield it's okay. Cloverfield, touche, Clo- touche, touche. But like after like that, after the first couple of paranormal activities, and then obviously some like really good films like before that. But like now, I feel like I'll probably watch know. it. But when it comes out on like HBO or something, Netflix or something pay. like that, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And in the next bit of casting news, big casting news, I'm gonna step away from this one. But in this bit of casting news, someone that's been dead for 65 years is gonna <laughs> star in a movie. <laughs> he just got the lead. He just got cast as the lead in a war film. Take it away, Jen. A war film about a dog. Like it's about this guy who. Well, I guess. Well, who's going to be in it? Who's going to be in it? Well, who's going to be in it is James Dean. Back from the dead. Wow. This is amazing. Shortage of of actors going on. It's really good we have this technology. Yo, how would it feel being the guy that lost to James Dean? It's funny because I. I, Like, hey, listen, um, we loved your audition, but we decided to go a different route. (laughs) And and, and then they would be. No, someone older. And then they find Uh, out in the news that some guy has been dead for 65. So go ahead, Jen. You had something to say. So for many of you who know, who don't know or do know, James Dean, old Hollywood actor. He only starred in three films. Heartthrob for what became uh, his legacy. Three films, Giant, um, Rubble Without a Cause, and East of Eden was his last film. So he died in a car crash. So he really, I think he died at 26. Like Paul Walker. I think. Um, and, and same way too. He was actually on his way to a racing event, and he died uh, just car crash, oh, wow. driving his own car. And so he died it really young. Caliber. He was nominated for Academy Awards for Giant. For Giant. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know his career, he probably would have done many more amazing films, but it was cut short. But I guess these people think. I think it's two directors attached to this film. Yes, and they said that they... I think it's called Finding Jack, which is going to come out next November 11th, 2020 on Veterans Day. And let's see. What is this film about? Zombies. Yes. It could be about zombies. (laughs) Dog zombies. 
Dogs well, while Jen's looking up, the director, yeah. it's funny that you mentioned what you said before because the director said that they they uh, had many people audition for the role, but they could Were have, they alive or they, they were They were alive. Like they were alive. <laughs> just, 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 just check it. They had many people. The young Marlon <laughs> They had many people audition for the role, but none of them quite fit the role the way James Dean did. This is this is legit. In this an is going to open the door to so many recastings now. Yeah, this is going to be bad. Yeah. This is going to be very, so, very bad. So soon. actually, so he died at the age of twenty-four. So the director got the permission of the family of his living relatives to do this, along with the agency that sort of um, controls his estate, along with many other dead celebrities. So that's why I really think since they gave the permission, this could open up a huge door oh, yeah, for totally. it. And the the Dean family lawyer and agent said, James Dean was perhaps the greatest actor of all time. Oh, uh, whoa, I, whoa, I don't know about that, whoa. but he is, he's great, but I don't know the greatest and is admired by fans around the world. Despite his untimely death at the age of 24, technology allows us to continue to honor Jimmy's legacy and inspiration to so many people. They are uh, so we have represented his family for 38 years, and they are confident that Jimmy's rebellious and trailblazing personality is consistent with being the first to fearlessly embrace this new technology for Hollywood. They are excited to be part of keeping his memory alive. So basically, what they're going to do is use old um, footage that they have of him in movies and I guess just other recordings, and basically use CGI for a supporting role in the movie that's set during the Vietnam War. Wow. So it takes place after he even died. Like, they couldn't wow. even make it take place before he died. It literally takes place, like, eight years after he died. So I think the, the, two wow. of my favorite, like, quips and, like, backlash on this was Bette Midler first. She's like, James Dean is being resurrected by CGI to appear in an upcoming movie. Don't ever let anyone tell you things have gotten more difficult for white guys in Hollywood. Even dead ones can still get a job. Wow. Oh, I love her so much. Wow. Zing. Thank you, Bet. Thank wow. you. And then my other one was Zelda Williams, who is the daughter of Robin Williams, who is probably, I mean, I'm sure oh, that they wouldn't, so they wouldn't give the <laughs> okay for this. I'm I'm sure, but she makes a good argument. I have talked to friends about this for years and no one ever believed me that the industry would stoop this low once tech got better. Publicity stunt or not, this puppeteering the dead for their clout alone and it sets such an awful precedent for the future of performance. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's just terrible. Yeah, it's definitely. just like, you don't need it. No one's going to come see your movie. That's another just thing. Nothing good can Jim, come out of this. Jimmy Nothing D. good. And like you're causing all this controversy and you're getting, yeah, you're getting all this free publicity in a way. But like just don't. Like let him you, leave. You guys think Scorsese is going to have anything to say about this one? Or no, he's going to make a Marvel movie. He's going to leave this one alone? Or <laughs> he's going to make Marvel movie. Like, yeah, you don't this, talk about Martin Scorsese this, this like is that, fine. Leo. This is, cool. this is cool though, right? This no, is fine, but like breaking cool. Marvel movies is not cool. No, it's not cool. <laughs> it's funny. I have Martin Scorsese news a little later. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm with, my segue. I'm with Jen. Oh. And then also, it's gonna, they're going to use like his body and his face to recreate all this, like the CGI, wow. but they're going to use a different actor's voice. So just use the just different use actor. Just use a different actor. I feel so bad for that other actor. <laughs> it's Robert Downey no, Jr. You're only, yeah, <laughs> you're only good enough to be the voice right now. Imagine they make like a movie with all dead actors, like Heath Ledger, Marilyn Monroe, and the, Aven- and the Avengers of the voiceovers. Wait, copyrighted right now. Copyrighted oh, right no. now. Oh, no. <laughs> No one listening do this. 
So this movie will fail for many reasons, but the biggest reason is we all know who James Dean is. A lot of people don't know who the hell he is. I mean, yeah. he's like, mm, there's a lot of people that don't even know the Godfather exists. And the movie, that movie's just turning 45. No, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think some people do know Jimmy Dean because, uh, like, even just anyone that goes to a store and buys a poster, you always yeah. have James Dean, you have Marilyn Monroe. Like, those are people that are constantly plastered. Yeah. And that's his gimmick the rebel, the, like, yeah. being. Because even, like, the whole Dylan, Dylan McKay from, like, yeah. uh, 90210 was like, I, I, when I see Jim- him, I'm like, oh, this is James Dean. Yeah. So, you know, I. I don't know. That's a good question. We should pull some young so I wonder to see. I can bet that they've never seen any of his performances. No, no, no. For sure. Fair, I feel like this is more for an older audience. But yeah. too, I mean, well, the movie, movie about yeah. the Vietnam War. Like, really How old, many people? Like, like, boring. Like, yeah. Post, yeah. So I wonder if you would win an Oscar for this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> well, that opens a different can of worms. Oh. I hope it's really good, right? and he gets nominated for but an Oscar. Would you, would you get dual though? Would you get like something for like, yeah. like CGI, no. and then you would also get like so he did, the movie would have to win visual effects it if, it, if it went, if he wins actor. <laughs> yeah. that would be oh my god. And they CGI him coming to accept his. Award. I now oh, am wow. kind of excited for this. No, <laughs> no. Can, can can dead musicians He's... do the soundtrack for it? Yes, dude. Like, like we can get Beethoven <laughs> to do the score of the movie. These people, they died. Jen's not we amused. Leave them in peace. Like yeah. there's no need to create these holograms. I understand they have a fan base and they have an infamy since they died, and it only furthers the legacy that they created when they were alive. But still, like, I feel like some of these people would be rolling over in their graves had they known, like, this is what they're being used yeah. for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Who, who's that? Um, I'm trying to, I'm blanking now, but isn't there an actor or someone that we were, we had talked about one time that never, oh, Fred Astaire. Fred oh, Astaire yeah. so his, has it written yeah. in his will, I that, believe. That he will, ne- his, his, uh, likeness. his will says that his likeness can never be used for a biopic. Or any movie because his life is what it was and he doesn't need it portrayed by someone else. And he doesn't want anything. Yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. a Fred Astaire biopic would be money. It would be great. But we were wondering, like, why hasn't there? Because there would be, like, there should yeah, that's, be one That's already, a lot of foresight, too, it? to yeah. like, call that out. Wow. So and I guess he, he wanted to live on his terms and die on his terms. And he was and he just did. like, no. The I only don't one want that's that. left, I think, from that dancing era that musical era is probably gene well not alive no what i mean for biopics oh yeah that's probably they can't do a stare they may do him yeah i mean his wife is still alive coming to a theater near but... you singing in the rain <laughs> part two electric boogaloo <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so james dean yeah coming to a theater near you no. In November Good for him a young up and starting actor getting his big break <laughs> Agreed. All right. So moving on to a bit of Joker news. A lot of stuff broke today. So the first bit of Joker news that broke is that Joker is officially the most profitable comic book movie of all time. Nice. Are you clapping over there, Ryan? He's clapping. Yes, I am. I'm going to get into numbers here because people are wondering how is that possible because Avengers is the highest grossing film of all time. Now. It's all about profit margin. So Joker will be at $953 million by the end of the weekend. No, by the end of Friday, which is today, it will be at $957 million. 
that will be 15.3 times its $62 million budget. Avengers wow. is at two... What is it? Two... Oh, it's, it's all billion. the money. It's, yeah, it's, it's all it's, the money. It's, it's at all the money. A, yeah. a couple of billion dollars, <laughs> but that's only 9%. So it's about a nine ra- times so it's its ratio budget. kind of thing. Yeah, so right? it's a ratio thing. That so it's sense. nine times its budget based on the fact that Avengers was $350 million budget plus another $300, $300 million for marketing. marketing. Yeah. So it's almost at a billion dollars total. So that's why it's at a 9% ratio as opposed to Joker, which is... That's incredible. 15.3. Even crazier is the movie's going to be the first R-rated movie to make a, a billion dollars. And even crazier is the movie never released in China. Yet, right? Or the, at all. At all. It's, it's not going to release in China release at oh, all. Wow. Well, oh, wow. Why what, is that? And, uh, the censorship? R-rating. Yeah, the censorship. So the R-rating took everything away from releasing in China. I think they would have to re- lessen the violence. They could still do the scene where, you know, spoiler over Robert De Niro at the end and the scene in the apartment, but they would have to at least take away the actual yeah, those, murder. Yeah. They would just have to do a cut on that. Wow. The reason I mentioned China is because Avengers made almost a billion dollars just in China. That makes sense. Yeah. So can you yeah. imagine well, how much money a billion people in China? So yeah. So that makes sense. can you imagine the money it would have made? It's not going to make Avengers money, but I think the money the money it could have made it would have made at, at least at one point five. But I'm glad that they're not cutting it. Mm-hmm. So they're question, not ruining their artistic integrity. Question for you, because like Transformers, Michael Bay movies, they make do a lot of money really well there. in China because yes, like do. they love like this. From what I'm gathering, CGI special effects. Mm-hmm. How well do movies like Joker perform in China? Depends. So here's the irony with the whole yeah superhero genre. So Avengers does great. Marvel kills it. Transformers kills it. Stuff yeah. like that. Star Wars doesn't. Hmm. So Star Wars doesn't do well in China at all. So it's very, it's it's pick or choose. Got it's it. It's like a multiple choice in terms of like what they like and what they don't like. Like a, a trash movie like Warcraft made almost a billion dollars yeah. because it made a China, China, yeah, yeah. So, but that was how a video did like Dark game, Knight right? do in China? Uh, hold on, hold on, right? It's that was a video game, yeah, right? yeah, Warcraft. Yeah. No, not a video game, computer game. Yeah, it's a computer game. World uh, of Warcraft. It sucks. What were you, you, <laughs> you going to ask, right? Uh, how did uh, Dark Knight do in China? I don't think it did let's too look, well, to be let's honest. Let's look this up. Because Dark Knight, Dark Knight made. Uh, it I think earned. it was. I think it was the first superhero movie to cross a billion. Oh my god! So I'm not sure. I think Jen, while Jen is looking that up, I'll, so I'll... Dark Knight Rises. Oh, the bad one. Okay, that's not the bad one. There, none of them are that's bad. That's the bad one. Fifty-two point eight million in China. In China, that's Dark terrible. Knight Rises. That's terrible. Yeah. And let me get you for Dark Knight. That's the good one. They're all the good, good Leo. <laughs> They're all good. The good one. So while Jen is looking this up, so Joker once it hits, it hit nine million nine hundred million dollars last week. It is now the third cheapest nine hundred million dollar movie of all time. Wow. Bohemian nice. Rhapsody is. Nine hundred five million on a fifty-two million dollar budget, and surprisingly, The Lion King is number one, nine hundred sixty-eight oh, wow. million dollars on a fifty-five million dollar budget back in ninety-four. Oh, was it the uh, original Lion King? Lion King? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's okay. not possible. It wasn't. Yep. Wait, so like, do you think that Bohemian Rhapsody would have been more expensive had they gotten the actual Freddie Mercury to reprise I think his so. life? I think so. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> they could have done that if they just waited <laughs> a couple of years. Rami Malek is probably like, oh my God, so I lucky. missed it by a year. I'm so lucky. <laughs> so $7.5 million in Hong Kong. Wow. That's it? Yeah, so yeah, I think I'm that answers your question. Other... So, yeah, but it's like the worst the movie City is, the more it makes in China. Yeah? So Joker was fucked. 
Yeah, is it like, is it make like a dollar? <laughs> Probably. So yeah, so it's that was so, on the original release. Yeah, so it's impressive. That is impressive. what it's done. So and I mentioned it's the first R-rated movie. Period. To cross a billion dollars, and it hasn't crossed it yet, but it should by Thanksgiving. That's so good. So man. it's pretty insane. Now you mentioned Martin Scorsese before. Yes. So Martin Scorsese considered making Joker himself, directing it for four years, and couldn't figure out a way to not make it a comic book movie. And then by the time he started working on The Irishman, he kind of just put the project to the side and then Todd Phillips came in and he talked about Joaquin and how much he thinks the movie's incredible. So, see, he likes some comic book movies. <laughs> <laughs> he, likes because, a, he likes the comic movies that Joker's his name's attached to. <laughs> a comic book Don't movie. tell Leo that. It's in a the comic way, movie. It's a comic book movie. Yeah, it's the least comic book movie. Go ahead, Leo. Uh, yes, it, because it's not dark. It's not what what we've come to know in the last 10 years as a comic book movie because of the way Marvel has defined the genre and dominated Yeah, it. man. Dark Knight did something special. You all, Marvel had a whole Because I can tell you that there are plenty of people that went to go see Joker that would not have gone to see Avengers Endgame. Like, it's that, is true. that is true. It has a different <laughs> appeal. Stop it. it has a different appeal to a wider no, audience. No, it's true with Jensen because right. I had people DM me or comment on my on my uh, Joker picture saying, "Can I take my kid to see this?" They ask if, you yeah, know, no, and I'm like, "No, you go ahead and take your child to see Joker. No, this is not a, he'll love this, it. This is not a Disney film." <laughs> so yeah, I, I totally agree with Jen. It's different. different. I feel like Marvel has changed the genre and has made it what it is, and it's not a bad thing. But Joker doesn't compare the same way. Yeah, Joker is a little more. Like a, a little more artsy, I think. It is an art film, but like I to say, but to say it's not that's a why comic I can book see movie. Marty. I mean, like Man of Steel isn't very comic booky, or yeah. Man of Steel stinks. Had a lot of Henry Cavill. Shout Man out of Steel had a lot of destruction in that one. Stinks, stinks, stinks. But if you think of the storyline, it's different than it is. I'm All right, right. listen, so I'm not the a way vi- they approach. Okay, Dark Knight, they approach it differently. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's completely well, different. right. There you go. That's another example. The way DC approaches their movies is the Christopher Nolan verse. The Nolan verse, not the Christopher the Nolan verse. <laughs> <laughs> the so Nolan verse is different from our MCU. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, I wish that DC would have stayed with the Nolan, what Nolan created well, instead of like trying to do it. To that though, like Joker is like sort of what they could have done had they stayed in the Nolan verse type. Actually, thing. that's a good point. Yeah, if they wouldn't sure. try, if they didn't hire Zack Snyder and yeah. fuck everything up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so Scorsese. Four years, didn't make Joker. Yeah, hates Marvel. He hates yeah, and he hates what it's done to the industry. He didn't say anything about DC Comics. No, because no, he loves not. he loves Joker. So yeah, so that brings us to my next bit of news is that Bob Iger said that Rise Rise of Skywalker will be the last Star Wars movie, and they are going on a sabbatical. Yeah, right. No, no <laughs> wait, wait, he's, wait. He's, he did you mention that Marty wrote a New York Times op-ed? Oh, explaining no. his choice no go ahead Actually. oh well he did so if anyone it's a good read and he makes the argument he's like so i know that you've heard by now that i <laughs> <laughs> basically and says it but he explains that he essentially grew up in a generation where film was very different him and his counterparts which many of his counterparts are spielberg yeah. coppola like um anyone that went to ucla film school basically well, i agree with him but it's at the same time different. he was pro- he was criticized for making mom movies from his older counterparts, his predecessors, yeah. his predecessors. Got it. So it, it's 
it came full circle now. Yeah. The, the, the industry's changed. So with that being said, Star Wars, Bob Iger states that there will be a, ri- a Star Wars hiatus after the release of Rise of Skywalker. Well, what's the word hiatus mean? I, 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 I think he's serious. It's never come from Iger. Remember what we spoke about a few weeks ago. I think this hiatus will also lead to more TV stuff. Okay. Well, not Disney Plus. Yeah, let's say yeah, the Disney Plus. Yeah. So, because like, we have an Obi Wan series coming, we have the Mandalorian, which starts on Tuesday, and then I think we have one more. Right, there's one more series, and I can't think of it right now. There's another uh, Star Wars series that's coming. The Mandalorian, Obi Wan, and um, Maul. I've heard rumblings of a mall. Well, there's another Star Wars st- series coming, so I think they're going to focus on Disney Plus. That should keep people like happy until. And honestly, I think it's a good idea. Yeah. And what else are they going to focus on in Disney Plus? That hit news today. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we actually talked about it in July, but Kevin Feige pretty much said he you need to buy Disney today. Plus, or the MCU is not going to make any sense to you. Yeah. That would just <laughs> basically sense. all of the TV shows that are coming out are going to all tie into what the. The big picture this is, is the by the way speaking the of the MCU screen. off topic wasn't in my notes but this is the longest we've ever gone without an MCU movie it is right it's gonna be a full almost a full year so it's funny like what I did catch though was like even before Disney plus the way Marvel used to make it work was that even between movies you would have the TV shows and Netflix series to hold you over now you have nothing. between movies now with the that's why I'm surprised I thought they were when Disney yeah. plus launches on Tuesday I thought we were gonna get something no, we have so. to wait till I think next may, year right till may yeah. so also tuesday it launches at 9 a.m on the east coast well, 6 a.m pacific well that fucking sucks because Just i was so gonna wake know, up early it will not be on at midnight on november 12th adrian will you be getting disney plus Freaking disney can i borrow your password no she's a Ver- <laughs> she's a verizon customer so she oh, gets a get year her. free you get a year free oh then yes I'll oh. Be getting <laughs> So there's a lot of deals out there for anyone that hasn't uh, hasn't signed up yet. So Verizon customers, if you have um, their Verizon Wireless or Verizon FiOS, you'll get a year of Disney Plus for free. Additionally, um, AT&T has a deal right now as well for Disney Plus. Um, And basically, if you just Google, they're they're really like bringing it out there. They're not dumb. They know, no. and they know that the second they hook you in with that free year it's or a Disney. couple it's months, like freaking heroin. you're so, going to keep it. And anyone with a kid, so you might as well. So the latest reports is that by the time Tuesday roll ar- rolls around, they will already have a million subscribers. Jeez, it's Skynet. This is Skynet. This is Skynet. This is Skynet. <laughs> well, no, this I jokingly Disney. said we're all going to be the big people in Wally. Yes. By the, end, by the end of like 2025. Wally's the greatest I'm romance. I'm cool with that. It's a really, that's, the, that's the greatest <laughs> romance story of our generation. There you go. That's a rom-com I it like. It is a rom-com. Yes. See, there you go. Does it count? You, we it count counts. That? Thank it counts. You. I, I allow it. Awesome. So uh, last bit of thing I want to get into before we get into what we watched. Uh, I want to do a little quick Os- Oscar check of anything that has changed. So have you guys seen the trailer to Bombshell yet? Yes. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So that's... All over my predictions now. I have it in picture. I have it in actress. I have it in supporting actress. Which I was gonna say, which actress? Because like so, this, Charlize the cast is ridiculous. I, so I have Charlize Theron in actress. She's my number two. I have Renee Zellweger as my number one. I don't think Renee Zellweger is gonna lose. Okay. Uh, anyone that doesn't know, she is playing Judy Garland, yeah. and it's wonderful movie. Very sad, but it's incredible. And then I have uh, Margot in supporting. Nice. So I actually had I've had her in here all along for the other movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and then I just switched her over to uh, to Bombshell. 
And the other, the other bit of news I wanted to talk about, I didn't put this together, and I disappointed in myself because I listen to film scores every day. So I have John Williams winning score now over uh, Hildor, the composer of Joker. Joker. This is the last Star Wars movie he's going to score. Sure. So Has he won for Star Wars But does before? that make him more deserving than Yes, Hildor? it's fucking John Williams. Yeah, it's John it's Williams. It's the greatest composer, been nominated the composer of all time. How many but times and won, won before, before for Star Wars? Yes, nineteen seventy-seven. So can he just win once and that's like okay, we appreciate you? No, it's not John. Okay, it's John. But Williams. like he's won <laughs> for Star other Williams. movies too. Yeah, he won for E.T. He won for Schindler's List. Did he win for Superman? No. Oh, he should have won for Superman. Yeah. Okay. Why can't you give it to Hilder? Oh, I know why you want her to, want her to win. That's not why. Because it's a very compelling no, it's a, score. It's, a, it's because of the pronoun for the that you movie. use. Is that it's, why? Yeah. I and I mean, John, John Williams is a legend, but like, don't give it to him just because no, it's his I last Star I, Wars movie. If the I don't think that's is, enough is, justification. Actually, the big part is if he even qualifies, that's another thing. Why? It has to be original work towards it's the movie, It may not right? be an original score. Yeah. Because he's going to probably be sampling from other stuff he's I, done It's before. all dependent if they disqualify Which is him. kind of ridiculous because it's his music he's using his own he's work. using his own yeah music so i think he's, he he's, he's remixing himself i think yeah so he he obviously <laughs> so he obviously submitted it so we should find out by this by the time the movie comes out if he's disqualified or not i think he may be i never thought about it for just the opening mm. so that may disqualify him if that does then i got hilda winning because that is the best score i think because it's very very good that oh, bat, yeah. well, you're that, talking about the score during the dance right the in the bathroom the whole movie, the entire yeah. score well, the whole of the movie is thing, fantastic even like when i sat I down today like, to eat dinner and we sat down it was exactly it was like the, you know, it's before chilling, he goes man. to the uh, the stage yeah. and i was like that score is ridiculous that's slow and i say the ballet dance because it was very like, so ballet dancers i don't have the interview in front of me but ballet ballet dancers have commented on yeah and they said it's yeah to because the it's all about his body language yeah so he was talking to you with his body yeah that is what a ballet dancer does. Yes, that is the moment, <laughs> that is the moment he becomes Joker. So I, yeah. I think I think Jenny convinced David. I, I'm pretty sure she did, and David. He's says just yes. like I don't know where to go with this. Yeah, I got nothing. And segue, segue. So Joker is is in a lot of my predictions now. I have it at I have it seven. So and with this money that it's making, yeah, you weren't you weren't on last week. So no. G Ryan, I had this conversation about the importance of the money that it's made to its Oscar mm. hopes. And for those that are unaware, you know, they don't think money has anything to do with getting nominated for Best Picture. For a movie like this, it's very important because it's so mainstream. And the Oscars have had ratings decline on the regular over the last few years. So last year, Bohemia Rhapsody was what Joker is this year with all the money it made. Yeah. So Or Black Panther, too, I think, had the same Yeah, Black thing Panther, too. perfect yeah. example. Um, wouldn't shock me. I don't have it in my predictions right now, but it wouldn't shock me if they put Joker and Avengers in. See, I don't. I don't see Avengers getting in. I see Joker getting in, but I, I think I it's see. Like, I definitely see Joker getting in. I just. Yeah. Well, but, how many movies can get in now? Is ten. It ten. Oh. But it never. So, how it works is. You I don't think get, Endgame should get in. It shouldn't get in. It shouldn't no. get in. But I think Mm-mm. if they want to push certain, like right now, here's my ten. I, I don't think it'll be ten, but I do rank my ten. So I have Irishman winning Best Picture. I have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood number two. Hmm. One of those two movies is winning Best Picture. That's I think it's over. I don't think it's going to be Once. I think it's The Irishman. I'm pretty confident with The Irishman. Um, it's getting love all over the place. So uh, I have Marriage Story at three, but I'm going to drop it. I think it's losing a little bit of steam. Yeah. Um, I have Joker at four. I have 1917. The reason I still have it at five is because no one's seen it yet. 
Fair. And Sam Mendes is great, and Roger Deakins is the best. Uh, Bombshell I have at six. Jojo Rabbit, which yeah, we're going to talk about it in a little Jojo bit. Jojo Rabbit. Love it. Number seven, <laughs> I have The Two Popes, which is uh, out of all the Netflix, because I already saw The Irishman, that's the one I'm really, really excited about. I have, at eight, I have Parasite and nine, and then I have Judy at ten. So Endgame could slip in there somehow. You think Parasite mm. will be in It's getting a Best Picture. Best Picture? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not just Best Foreign Film? It's gonna. Well, that's <laughs> over. It's going to win that. Um, Parasite's one of the best movies of the year. I highly, highly, highly okay. recommend okay. it. It's one of the best scripts of the decade. Wow. Yeah. Is if, it going to give me um, the mother reaction I had? No, it's... Do you want to know what it's about? Actually, no. no, no. I, I do don't know what it's about. No, I don't want to tell you. I do know what it's about. Don't say But I don't know what happens. I know. It's... it's That's a yeah. different story. It's more than what's on the surface. It's so good. So good. But yeah, um, back to what I was saying. So I think Avengers could slip in there. Mm. Ford v. Ferrari is... I just moved it out of my best picture lineup this week, but... I don't think it's going to go. That looks stupid. I think the... they no, very, I think, very good reviews. I think Bale or Damon might get a nomination, but well, I don't think... If the movie doesn't get it, they're not coming. I don't yeah. think they're coming without without the movie. Um, but yeah, that's my latest Oscar predictions. We're two months away from the Oscars. I will watch if Jojo <laughs> Rabbit makes it in there. It's going to get a best picture. I have it in best I have it in best picture and and uh adapted screenplay. So, and that leads us to what we watch this week. <laughs> so, we can kick off with Jojo Rabbit. Adrian. Adrian, you're first. What do you mean? You watched Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> you watched Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> we threw her off. What did you think about Jojo Rabbit? We're having wine by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I don't do many of these so I get thrown off. So Jojo Rabbit, I thought was going to be funny. I didn't realize it was going to be laugh out loud mm-hmm. through the whole movie. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlett Johansson was amazing in the whole What was role. your favorite part? Mm, Is there anything? There's a lot, but I love the opening when he just like comes out and he's just like going through the street giving yes. the Hitler sign. Like it's like <laughs> a fun little, hello, Hitler. The funny, I, th- I was dying. <laughs> right, you saw it, right? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it last week. The part where Stephen Merchant comes in because he's investigating the house, and then oh yeah, everyone's hi, like, Hitler, hi Hitler, hi Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good part. That was another, that was my second favorite part. Um, I but like the whole movie was just hilarious. I mean, I can never pronounce his name. The director, uh, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, love him. Like yeah. I love him. See? Huge crush. You like, need to rewatch Thor him. Ragnarok, and maybe I you'll like think Thor, but I just felt like. It was a forced comment. No, not forced, but just no, like, no. Not forced. That's not the right word. I take it back. But it just felt like, I don't know. It was too much comedy. What's the name of the vampire movie? What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, What We Do in the Shadows. I heard that one's a really good yep, one, too. That's kind of what got him yeah. on the map. And I think that's what got him Thor. Well, Isn't now I'll have Green to watch Lantern? that. Green Lantern? Isn't he Green Lantern? What? No. I think he He's was tied to Green something. Lantern. Did, uh, Berlanti did Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Oh, okay. Your boy, your no, Waititi was like, did he act in Green Lantern then? I don't know. I'd have to look that up, Jenny. Because remember when we went to the um, we, at New York Comic Con, we went to that panel for uh, for that new Ryan Reynolds movie. I didn't go to it. You did. Oh, so, so there's a crack in during the during the panel. They made reference to the fact that Reynolds and Waititi have worked together before, and they made a reference that they worked together before on Green Lantern. Interesting. But well, it, might have, it might have been as an actor, though. They've all learned their lesson since then. Fair. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I agree with Adrian. I adore yeah. Jojo Rabbit. It's so so. Well, I didn't think, I think it would be hard with that balance of like it being Hitler. 
Hitler. <laughs> but how and, funny is he as Hitler? Oh, he is so funny. Yeah. Like, we just even, like, the unicorn head. Yes. Just, like, okay. <laughs> Tycho was in Green Lantern. Who did he play? He played Thomas Kalmu- Kalmaku. I think it was like the best friend, like the it roommate. It is a supporting character associated so with I Green Lantern. I own Lantern. it. I haven't seen it since 2011. I'm so sorry. I think <laughs> I, think I may watch Don't it just do to it. look for, Ty- oh, for Taika. He's the roommate. He's like the best friend roommate. Interesting. He plays Korg. Yes. yes. He voices him. Oh, yeah. hilarious. Korg is the best. That's do you so know who Korg funny. is in Thor? He's the rock. Yeah, yeah he's the a giant rock. rock yeah, he's a That's giant hilarious. Rock. No need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new respect. I love him in that whole. And movie. I thought the the dynamic between Thomas and Mackenzie. She plays the Jewish girl, and I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, the, but you know what, the little boy. I know. Yeah, the their, little boy. Their chemistry is fantastic, and, and his chemistry with everyone is yeah. fantastic. And look, I love like Sam yeah. Rockwell. I love the little chubby. Isn't kid. he the he's best? Like, oh, I told Jenny he's my favorite. He's like and, so insightful. He's like and, a wise owl. He's like you know like. He's saying like I don't, he, don't want to give any spoilers. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and when good. he hugs them, when he's wearing the when when he's wearing the suit, and he's like, "Hello, Jojo," and he gives them a little <laughs> hug with the suit, and he can't reach around him. It's like, it's like paper. <laughs> <laughs> see, I told you you'd like it, Jen. Jenny, you. I wanted it. to see it, but you went and you were impatient, and you went without me. So now I have to wait until you buy it on Blu-ray. No, we can go watch it again. I have no problem. I'll come with you. Take me. I will go with you. (laughs) I will see it. I will pay to see it again. It's that good. We may watch it tomorrow, maybe. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I think we have a date night. The three of us. Leo, you're more than welcome to come watch Jojo Rabbit. I won't be here, but Mm -hmm. fun. (laughs) Tomorrow. Um, I saw Joker again. For the the fourth time. And this is what I wanted to talk about uh, real quick. So when did you watch it just now before the podcast? Yes. Literally Um, I walked in on this (laughs) while we were having dinner. So something I noticed before that I didn't notice before that I noticed now. So Rye, you here? I'm listening. Cool. So (laughs) are you awake? Are you you awake? Are you awake? (laughs) So at the beginning of the movie, you see that Arthur gets pretty much his ass kicked in the alley. Right. And he's left there by himself, by himself, like helpless. I love the parallel at the end where Bruce Wayne is left in an alley helpless after the Waynes get killed. Just love the where we start oh, with Arthur. Shit. And where we yeah, end you're with right. Bruce. I didn't even think of that. You know them Ryan's head just exploded. Boom. I heard with it. knowledge. <laughs> What'd you say? Did you ever watch that video I sent you, by the way? You sent me On a lot the... of stuff, right? <laughs> the one about uh, the Joker, the one where he breaks down that opening scene. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I loved when, like, I didn't even think about it until he said I would, that pan out did feel like a comic book, like, panel, and yeah. I love that. It's it, like, a, like a splash page. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, and I think the movie just holds up. I I la la land the shit out of this movie. You are. <laughs> oh, you are. Wow, it's that's everything that comes out of your mouth now. Yeah, Joker. It's... Joker this. Joker that. My number one movie of the decade. Where can we put Joaquin's it face in really the house? Good. It's it was so like good. totally. I forgot that it was a comic movie. And you have a friend that isn't really into comic book movies, but saw it recently. And did you said that they liked it? She did. She really liked it. So hi, Lauren. If you're listening, <laughs> it's you. You're the friend. <laughs> i'll have to tell her what what's the time on this so i can we tell. are on 42 minutes 42 yeah. minutes yeah lauren Gave 40, her a shout 42 out. minutes hey she did she enjoyed joker and actually we have to catch up with her because we were originally tasking her to watch the mcu the mcu well, I have them all wait here, the so. whole mcu the whole mcu from oh, start lauren. to finish oh no in and order. then in chronological order, order. Yeah. chronological order yep 
you got this, Lauren. We believe let in you. Let us know how you. she, because she's seen a movie here and there, but not the uh, full. Look, and when then you, we wanted when, to when have you her get come to Dark World, just push through. <laughs> push, it gets so much better Stop, after Dark World. Man. No love for Dark World, man. <laughs> Dark World. Once you get to Guardians of the Galaxy, you're oh, good. Oh, Thor, Dark World. You don't <laughs> want to watch it. I no. don't see any Thor except for the last. Ragnarok is the better one. That's the only one of the other two Thors. Not so. Oh, I memorized the MCU already, so push through. Push through. Push through Dark World. You got this. I saw Winter Soldier, but I don't know if I saw all of them. Those are good though. Pretty much the rest of the week, I saw Gremlins. Okay. Uh, Jenny's counterpart is in Gremlins. Yeah, please explain, you're about to please, say please, please explain to our audience what you oh, mean by okay. this. So every, so, so a you'll love this story. So no, because anytime all, David says have something, we, wait, hold on. I'll t- I like telling all this right, story. Fine. So have we Tell all seen right. Gremlins here? Rye, Adrian, yeah. Leo. Yes. Okay. Uh, not so, in years, but yeah. But okay, so. Same. Every time I tell Jenny something and she's disinterested, but she wants to just give me a uh, some a response, she always does. I don't do like that. That sounds Simpson? like a cow. In Gremlins, when the Gremlins are created, I literally go. Wait, I, hold on. How do, do I it? Do Why it? don't you do it? I go don't ahead. know. You, I don't know. I don't know. Tell me something that I'll be disinterested in. Ask her a question later <laughs> during the whole thing. So, so yeah. So when when the gremlins jump <laughs> like, into like the uh, the pool, which is a stripe, he jumps in a pool to you know to have more gremlins be created. That noise is all over that scene. Mm. When when we finish the podcast, I'm going to show you guys the scene so you guys know what I'm talking about. But when I've after I start, she does it so often, and I, when I saw, <laughs> she's disinterested. Yeah, she's a lot. very she's disinterested in my conversation. In I, don't think, I don't think so. Clearly. Five years, folks. So not even a year, guys. Not even married. That's a great. Year. That's great. So I saw Six it last months. year, and I was like, "What the fuck? That's Jenny. Jenny is Stripe. <laughs> she's not Gizmo. She is Stripe." So, I'd rather be Gizmo. Gizmo's so cute. He is, but no. Um, <laughs> so I also saw Dolomite is my name, which oh, is yeah, you liked it a lot. How is that? Uh, Eddie Murphy's getting an Oscar nomination. I think oh, he's wow. going to get an Oscar it's nomination. Come back. Really? Yeah. You're just handing out Oscar nominations. You are crazy right now. <laughs> I'm in a good mood today. No, no. De- TBD on the Oscar, definitely a globe. Definitely a globe. He may win the globe. Wow. Yeah. So Welcome back. It, welcome back. It's a, I don't know anything about Dolomite, to be honest. He's got a lot of kids. He's, he needs the money. Yeah, he's going to sell the trophy, you think, if he wins? No. <laughs> Who's excited for coming to America? Not me. I, I don't even like coming to America. One. I love the first one growing up. So and I have a feeling excited. our boy Kevin likes it. Sorry, Kev. I hate coming to America. Same what? thing with Bad Boys too. Sorry. Wait, love what? I love my Will Smith. Wait, you hate Bad Boys too? No, I love oh, Bad Boys too. Oh, thank God. Well, not I, Bad Boys. Yeah, Bad Boys oh, too. Oh, but oh, I guess oh. the latest one that they're so doing. I, she so we're actually talking about that this week. Cell. So I... You Shut like up. Wait, wait, I hold love on, the cell. You like the cell? I love the psychological aspect of the cell. She loves the cell. There's this a psychological is actually a talking aspect point. to the cell. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I wrote a paper on it, guys. Adrian it. and I mean, go way oh, back since God. college. Yes, that makes sense. Adrian and I go way back from since college. And this was Ooh, a topic of conversation that came up. Okay, college. Where how much she loves the this, cell. So, college question. How high were you when you watched the cell for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, do you have an answer to that question? Uh, <laughs> nothing. Why <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> about these accusations? That is two weeks in a row. I do not oh, participate. I feel attacked. So. 
So I also saw. No one was ever this mean to me when we talked about Supernatural. <laughs> we love you, Adrian. <laughs> well, now you're on like a different episode. Well, thanks for throwing me under the bus about the cell. I, <laughs> I love that Adrian recognizes it is throwing you under the bus. And I'm glad you like the cell. And I'm glad I'm, I'm not the one that threw her under it's the fine, bus. It's fine because I might have friend. other listeners call in and be like, "We love the cell. I no one, no likes one will like the cell. I love not no like many people love, love Greece too. No, 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 no. So, no, mo- sorry, on. you won't get me a Maddie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this all is a whole separate thing. So, I also saw The Wizard of Oz oh, on nice. 4K, and I told Jen about the myth of the, of the Wizard of Oz. The little she person did, hanging the in the background. The little person back. that hung, hung yeah. himself in yeah. the background. And I also saw the very morbid, ret- morbid return to Oz, the sequel to Wizard of yeah. Oz. Which you haven't seen really it? Good. I've seen that. I've it's seen that. So I wouldn't say it's morbid. I would it's, say it's scary. It's sad as hell. Oz is destroyed. No, I wasn't really sad about that. I was more just Everyone's like... Everyone's dead! Damn, Jenny. Yeah, but like, the witch. The witch. No, but the witch is the scary part about that whole see, movie yeah, and her Mom, hall I'm starting of, to see your stripe comparison. I mean? very and her, she is stripe. <laughs> <laughs> and her hall of, of heads. That was yeah, scary. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah, and out. the monkey guys. The monkey wheel guys. Yeah, the wheelers. I, the I, wheelers. I actually told Jen I would love to be a wheeler for Halloween because I think... Return to Oz is a cult classic. I think a okay. lot of people mm-hmm. know I think so too. who the wheelers are. But yeah, uh, love Return Have to Oz. Have you seen it, Adrian? No. <laughs> oh. Can I lend it to you and you watch it tonight and you let us know what you think? I can watch it over the weekend. I will let you know you. what I think. Um, and then the last movie I saw, right there. I get this counts as a movie even though it was on ABC. One of the worst things I have seen in a long time. It's really a live It's probably special. a great rom-com. It's probably, what was it? The Little, the Little Mermaid, Mermaid Live. Oh. You didn't even talk about the wedding singer that you watched. I haven't seen oh, it Oh, yeah, yet. I forgot how I saw the wedding singer. You can't just bury the lead on that. That's like a great movie. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll finish my Little Mermaid's thoughts quick. Did any of you see it? Right? Not yet. Not yet. No, I have no idea. I, I heard about it, but I haven't seen Original it. Original cartoon. I only watched The Queen. To describe That's it best. That's all I needed. Shaggy was Sebastian, and he looked like a backup singer in the 1996 Missy Elliott video. He actually looked like he was more in Thriller. Thriller, yeah, he's like red, red, uh, just red, red leather, just and red leather was, jacket, no claws. red pants, no claws. They blended the animated to live action. It wasn't me. What's the point? Wait, looked, wait, I'm sorry. Ahead. You subjected yourself to this, and you still won't watch Hill House. I did see Hill House. All of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you didn't see all of it. <laughs> he just didn't like it. No, I just didn't love it weird. like everyone else did. I liked it. It was fine. Solid okay. seven. That's a whole the separate discussion. Hill House. <laughs> but, okay, back to The Little Mermaid, which I But that's all I wanted to say. Oh, and I saw The Wedding Singer because I... But I think Queen Latifah did a good job. I can't sure, speak... Sure, I love her I in Chicago. I can't... Yeah. <laughs> I can't speak to John Stamos because I didn't really see his performance. And then I heard there was like backlash over the flounder puppet not looking like oh, flounder. Yeah, I heard flounder so backlash. We, yeah. And they have a lot of money. They could have afforded huge, to make it. We're huge Disney fans here. And I've been to the Little Mermaid. I, Jen has been with me to the Little Mermaid in Disney World. stage show in oh, Hollywood yeah. Studios, which is 25 minutes long. And it's better than this. Jeez. Wow. Damn. Now, I heard um, like uh, I heard that they, they put scenes from the animated yes. movie so they, into this. I would say 75% of it was the animated movie, and like 25% was them cutting to the live action singing the song. Most importantly, how was Under the Sea and Kiss the Girl? Oh. Meh? That's fine. La, 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 la. Meh? I could just put in the animated movie and watch it better. Was yes. it like the dirty dancing Live. Oh, Dirty Dancing was bad. That yeah. was bad. Yeah, it was Remember bad. that one? It was bad. Well, no. Name a good we, live remake. Something. The Grease one wasn't horrible. 
It guess, wasn't that bad, actually. Not, not horrible. Is that guess the bar we're yeah. setting then? Yeah, that and, one wasn't so bad. And this so is bad. coming from a Grease 2 fan, and she said not horrible. That's a, that's a good Can point. You <laughs> Dirty <laughs> Dancing, though, was, like, bad. Well, that's I don't like... bad. I don't, you know, you, I saw the movie On with the you. It's a good movie. A I don't love Dirty Dancing. So, the I saw it with you. The movie's fine. How do you not like Dirty Dancing? It's fine. So I don't like Dirty Dancing. That whole soundtrack? I never really... Never saw that. Never saw that Notebook. Well, I saw Dirty Dancing. So I, I don't That's understand. That's a totally different movie. Dirty Dancing it's is way better. Movie. I, I would, I would agree with notebook? that. I would but agree Dirty with Dancing, there. yes, there's romance, but it's not really just about that. That's really, I would even say a coming of age story for her because oh, like yeah. for that's baby? for baby because yeah. it's talking about how like she's baby going, she goes to the Kellermans the for the summer. So you don't put baby in the corner. And no. then baby she like leave anyone in a meets corner. Patrick Swayze and she's just becoming more independent against like what her father wants for her and like really figuring it out. So I would say that's not just like the romance is on the side, but I think Rice tapped out. I would say it's more coming. In the <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> um, I just have nothing to add to this part of the conversation. So yeah, like we were talking about, we were off the line. We were talking about like how I don't like romantic comedies and I don't believe in romance or true love. No, no, no. no, no. Great. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. So I think Great. I talked about. <laughs> so I talked about this on the last podcast when I said that I saw Serendipity for the first time. One of the greatest romantic comedies ever. John Cusack. Kate back in you, Have you seen Serendipity? Oh, I have. Okay. Do you like it? I do enjoy it. Okay. <laughs> it's not my favorite romantic <laughs> comedy. She's like low-key saying yeah. it. Yeah, she's, she's like, yes, uh, I do enjoy I that movie. My favorite is, romance it is, it is, is The Cell. <laughs> the yes. Cell. Here's my <laughs> Here. Vince Vaughn is in that, right? I love yes, Vince Vaughn. Dog. Every J-Lo. I love Vince Vaughn, but not in, not in The Cell. <laughs> and what's his name from... He's Thor in Adventures in Babysitting. And he's in Vincent D'Onofrio. He is not Thor. He is Kingpin. No, 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 no. no Adventures in Babysitting, I I another just, classic, like, which I, some I, could I, say. I do feel like Adrian sold me on watching Adventures Wrong. in Babysitting just by saying there's a Thor, Thor involved. Yeah, there, there is. Oh, there is a <laughs> Thor. <laughs> you you, you, you have so. to see Adventures in Babysitting. It's you so good. You have to see it. It's Elizabeth the cell of babysitting. Wow. No. Do not. Don't. Get the fuck out of here. Erase that comment from this podcast. I'm going to delete that later in post-production. You would like Adventures, Adventures in Babysitting. Yeah. It's so good. Great. There's another movie I saw recently. I feel like that was like a kind of like Classic. a spin on Adventures in Babysitting. The Cell too. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I'll never so let that finish, down. To finish my wrong. The Cell too. Like, bad reception. We're talking about. <laughs> we're talking, that's such a good fun. That's a good one, right? Well done. Well done. Um, we're talking about romantic comedies at the line yeah, and how I yeah. don't like. I don't really like them because I don't really believe. And true love. Any, no, I just don't <laughs> believe any romantic comedy for the most part tells a real establishment of a relationship. Just, just the way I feel. <laughs> what about that. when Harry met Sally? Deadpool. I think that tells. <laughs> oh God, I think that tells a good okay. establishment of a relationship you, because it shows them throughout like thirty years. No, thirty years, like twenty years. Yeah. Building their friend, like how they hate each other when they first. Well, they don't know each other. So, then they hate each I other. Think I, then, then they get friend zoned. Then they get friend zoned. So remember, and I, th- then it I think I've said this. I've never seen that. Well, then we're going to have to watch it because I have it. Let's watch it tonight. No, we're not. Yes, watch it tonight. So Watch it this weekend and I'll watch the Oz. The Oz Return. Return. We really have to watch the cell if we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. So I just to finish my serendipity point, like I thought the movie was okay. I didn't. I was like, it's cute. But in reality, let's just call it what it is. Jenny and I are getting, you're going to get married, right? We're. We're happy. We're getting married. I hope so. Five years before, or a few so years before I Pop even the meet Jenny, I meet some girl, and we exchange numbers, and I happen to lose it. 
we have a chemistry for a few minutes, mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't know this person. I've established my relationship with Jen. I'm going to leave Jen for some fucking stranger that I've met for five minutes because I think I have some chemistry with her. Come on. That's not well, how life fucking works. To be fair, they sort of left it up to destiny because he yeah, wrote his dude. number on oh, the $5 the bill. Divine the fact timing that she and got destiny. It back. And it's then, all spiritual, okay? And then she wrote his in the, in that book, Love in the Time of Cholera, which is like a very heavy book if you've yeah. ever read. Let me, and so they like they it. were leaving it up to fate and there were all these things that in the beginning were connecting them minus them finding the number. Let me tell you something. When I was in eighth grade, I went to a party and I got a girl's number. And I had that number, and I put it in some, some well, at that time, some cassette tape. <laughs> I didn't find it till like, five years later. Did I think this girl was my fucking future, and I was going to call that number? Did no. You so it? if you gave that cassette tape to a random person, and then 10 years down the line, the cassette tape made it back to you, I would say you got to take that shot. No! Oh, yeah. I have yeah. Jen. Well, not if he's married to me. If yeah, I was now single. Well, I listen, listen, there's no. no one is married. So if I was single, then sure, no, I'll give her engaged. a call. Oh, yeah. Well, but at the same time, I've established my relationship with Jen and I just leave her. But you were happy with Jenny. In this movie, neither of them is happy with their significant others because they True keep having thoughts point. about each other. And that's where the whole destiny. It's all about play. settling. But and why is he yes. like, no, all but about settling. Th- Your right, true whatever. love is out there. We'll agree to disagree on this movie, and because of that, I saw The Wedding Singer. And it's a- it is a good New York movie, though, Serendipity. Yeah. Like, I think just as far and as, Christmas like, Central too, right? Park and Christmas, like, it's a very nice, the Waldorf, like, it has a really nice, it's a good, we should do a podcast episode on New York movies. Serendipity itself? That's Serendipity Ooh, 3? Yeah. Home Alone, when it's they really go to good. New York, that's one Woo-hoo! of my favorite Christmas I've movies. I've had their, like, frozen hot chocolate. Oh, uh, frozen hot chocolate, yeah. It's really good. It's a go. nice ambiance for anyone that's in the area that wants hint, to visit. Hint, hint, so, nudge, yeah. nudge. So that's hint, everything hint, I saw. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna Dude. go with Adrian. She's <laughs> So Ry, you've been quiet. Have you seen anything since the last um, time we recorded? I've seen a couple of things. I actually been on a kind of a shitty uh, movie binge. I the, watched Excel. So the DCEU. The so the Cells of the Fabulous. That was your favorite, wasn't it? <laughs> Say it again, I'm sorry. So the DCEU. Ooh. Oh no! Fuck you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Exit wounds. It's uh, Steven Seagal oh and God, DMX Ryan. movie. That's that will a, tell you everything. That, that's Ryan. amazing. No, it's not. That's amazing. Oh my God. The we soundtrack alone to Exit Wounds like, is worth it. You wait, just gave me a migraine, right? We should do an episode on like Jean Claude Van Damme movies <gasps> and like Steven Seagal. Yes. And who was another one around that time that was like always? Uh, I mean, those were the two big ones at that. Chuck time. Norris. Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris. Yeah, which, uh, if you do, you gotta Arnold, watch Kickboxer, would, you mother effer. I would totally <laughs> put Arnold in that Bloodsport, category yes. around that and action 90s. All them. Like, yeah. Time so that's a, that's Cop. Did you ever see Time no. Cop? is amazing. I saw that in theaters. That's I'm having such a geek out moment right now I was just talking about John Clark. Right <laughs> so we'll, we'll come back to you with a 90s episode. All right, Rai, go ahead. What else you got? Um, oh, crap. My thing. Um, I also saw Head of State with Chris Rock. My God, Ryan. <laughs> I told you I was on a shitty movie binge. <laughs> um, actually, but there are parts I do enjoy, and I do get kick out of it. It was made four years before Obama took office, so that's kind of funny for me, like in general. Um uh what else i watched sin city i kind of moved away from the shitty movies it's the first time i saw that in a long time i really did enjoy it um i finished up uh big mouth i best described the series so far as i described as a car crash last episode but i'm actually going to describe it as a heroin addiction (laughs) it's bad but you can't keep going back can't help but keep going back (laughs) 
And Dave, I thought about you because it's actually... Um, I've never done heroin. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go there. I decided against it. I'm glad someone went there. And it was me. Thank you. Wait, what happened? I'm sorry you guys woke up there. I said that I've never done heroin, right? Oh, well, I'm just saying. No, not like that. <laughs> no, because there's a La La Land reference where one of the characters like goes like on a kind of similar rant that you used to go on about that versus um, what was the movie that won Oscar? Oh, um, Moonlight. Don't get me started again. <laughs> no, but it was funny. I immediately yes, started don't. dying laughter. Um, I think that's a big mouth. Well, you said, did you catch up on DC or you're done with? DC? Yeah, I'm all ca- I'm all caught up on the DC uh, W stuff. So we just rise. So I can ask you and Leo since I guess this can go into Leo what he watched. Ooh. Are we caught up on Batwoman? Yes. 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 How are we no. feeling? I'm I'm in, but I'm not like. OK, so 100 percent. Yeah, I'm okay. like, so it's it's better than Gotham, but still not good. Yeah, each episode remember, gets better in my so opinion. So remember, but. like a year ago, when I was like, I was questioning the casting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're starting to see that she's not a very good actress. Actress. Yeah, she's yeah. pretty. She's good to look. She at, has but... the look yeah, to be Kate no. Kane, but she is not a good actress. And now that she's a lead for the first time in her career, you're kind yeah. of seeing that she's not very good. And I was not wrong when I said. No, that but she to should. be fair, huh? none of the cast really stands out. To be fair, that it, no, I actually like um, Alice, Rachel, uh, I, something, yeah, yeah. Scarston, Scarston, yeah. I think I she, like both I like sisters, Alice. and I like um, what's his name? Um, uh, the Luca, Luca uh, Fox, Fox, yeah, yeah. I don't know, Fox Junior. I find the whole it's not going anywhere. It's not. So it's not gonna get canceled though. No, it's not. That's what I mean. I think she's gonna be the head of the new. She has to be the new era. Well, the new Arrowverse or whatever. Yeah. And that's pretty much all you have, right? You have anything else, Leo? Uh, for me, so it's funny. Dave and I and our buddy Kevin, uh, you mentioned uh, him Kevin. earlier. We did have this like little brief conversation about like genres that none of us really like. So like Kevin and I are huge rom-com fans, Ugh. right? David hates happiness. Yeah. So, <laughs> so happiness so, and love. The way that happened and love. Yeah, definitely love. And so the way we. I like La La Land. Yeah, which surprised me. Yeah, but me. you're totally okay with them not staying together at the end. Yeah, it makes sense. That's makes sense. cold. Yeah, no, it, it makes perfect sense. He misses the whole point. You've never of seen La La Land? Land? No. You never oh. watched it? It doesn't appeal to me. Sorry, oh, Adrian. Really really I'll good. be kicked out of this apartment in. But five. the cell does? <laughs> Ooh, fair. Exactly. Ugh. No, so like we, as we were Go talking ahead. back and yep. forth about it, well, we ended up coming like a really cool challenge that David proposed. He's like, hey, listen, you're not huge into horror, horror. so let me recommend a horror movie. Horror. So we recommended a rom-com to him, which ended up being The, um, wedding, singer. the wedding Singer. He recommended a horror movie to me. And which was the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And a foreign film to And a Kevin. foreign film Wait, to, di- to, to Kevin. to start off for horror movies, you did Texas Chainsaw? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I'll start off my list of things I saw with the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And which I want you to say what you said on the chat. But, but to preface, I've been insulted. I've been uh. told called names in the past. <laughs> and sometimes I deserve them. But what Leo told me today <laughs> was the most insulting thing I have ever been told in my life. So the best part is, is as I was watching it, I was like live texting them things that I noticed about the, sh- about the movie. Some things were pretty cool. Some things were awesome. Some things were like, I could tell they was dated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think at the end of it, I was like, well, you know what? I would rather rewatch Serendipity and Love Actually than ever rewatch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's fucking brutal. <laughs> 
I concur with that. I'd well, rather. I, I feel like you picked like not the best first horror movie to watch. What would you have? You would you have gone straight to Halloween? I wanted. No, some, I wouldn't have gone to Halloween. I wanted something creepy, and I feel T- TCM mm. is creepy. It, like you're going thinking like old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to go to new school with him. But like, I would have said The Shining. You haven't seen The Shining? Of course, I've seen The Shining. Oh no! Oh. Then I, 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 the original. I, it? To be fair, I've, I have seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre before too. Oh, I wish you would have told me that. But I hadn't seen it like in like over ten years. Oh, so like, I would have picked something that you had never seen before. Like, have you ever seen The Exorcist? Ship. Uh, I'd stay away from The Exorcist. That's too scary. Would you have done The Exorcist? <laughs> I would not have watched it. With you. you would have told me that would have been like Vito. Really? Oh, Leo! I, I think have, we. I, I think we just opened I a have, can of worms. I, I have a thing against. <laughs> so I have a thing against uh, possession. I don't mess with it. Oh, like, I love those I, movies because they scare the me. The so I literally have a bracelet here, like that's like the same Benedict. Oh yeah, the Exorcist. Like, the Exorcist you know, would scare the shit out of you. I, then I, it did, yeah. and that's why I don't watch it ever again. Uh, right. But no, so um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, mm-hmm. I thought was it was it was interesting. Um, there was some like the um, I was surprised by some usage of music. Because there was no soundtrack no during some of those scares. Mm-hmm. Some of those scares, um, some of the dialogue just sucked. It just sucked. So you and I, I read it this morning, and you and I hate the same person. Yeah, that he's the annoying. Brother. He's yeah, so annoying. Terrible. They spent like five minutes on him peeing and getting rolled down a hill. Like, did it? What was your one of your first comments? Um, really bad spot to pee in, or something. Oh like? yeah, rough, rough, uh, rough pee break. Rough pee break. There you um, go. So after that, um, another one that uh, Kevin recommended was 500 Days of Summer. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, so, yeah. So uh, Kevin and my friend Stacy well, both recommended it. It's a rom-com. Yeah, it was more, more my alley. Yeah. Um, good movie. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's uh, Jersey accent wasn't my best or wasn't my favorite, uh, but cool movie. It's, Batman. Um, it's Robin you're talking about, man. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I ended up watching. So I'm re-wa- I rewatched the Friends Thanksgiving episodes. Why? For trivia. Oh, it's coming up. Okay. Yeah, and I uh, rewatched Endgame for trivia. Um, How's Endgame the sixth time? Oh, it's fantastic. It does. It, it ages amazing. Did you still? Did you cry any time this time? No, but was I am. This, I am starting to window like whittle down like what my favorite like actual scene mm-hmm. is. What it's uh, the the still the worthy same one? worthy. Yeah. When yeah. yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I saw an article this week that regarding Endgame. So you know Thor's power is the lightning. Yeah. How is Captain America able to? channel the lightning because uh, uh mjolnir summons it so i thought oh you get oh so no because i think in uh in ragnarok it says that mjolnir helps him control the lightning but it's all his but it is all his yeah hmm i actually read something earlier today that supposedly at the end of infinity war when groot disappears mm-hmm. that the handle of stormbreaker should have disappeared too yeah it should have True. True. But uh, aside from Whoa. geek stuff, yeah. Adrian and are like, oh, <laughs> oh enough of nerding I need to watch out. it again right now. <laughs> no, the other ones I rewatched or I ended up watching was um, Into the Badlands. Mm-hmm. I caught up and finished it. Um, I just finished uh, Mayans MC. Sorry. No, that's a good show, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. And um, Titans on the DC uh, network. So funny you mentioned that because HBO Max is pretty much grabbing all the DC shows. So think this may be it interesting i mean it's a good show to be honest that, i really think uh the titans is a good show oh there's one more show or one more movie that i watched literally the last like 15 20 minutes of uh joker when i came in to, hmm. to record tonight still great right it's <laughs> still great <laughs> girls well adrian kind of told you what you watched and right with jojo uh, yeah and what else jojo did you Rabbit. watch anything else and then i watched reruns of the great british baking show <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I also say it loud and proud. Paul I, Hollywood and Mary Berry forever. <laughs> and I also re- started rewatching the league for any fans of fantasy. You already football. said that. Yeah, the league is great. You did. And, and I watched a lot things. of what David watched because we share a household. And then uh, I do. also discovered that I could watch Who's the Boss on Sony Crackle app on my Amazon Fire Stick. And personally, I love Who's the Boss. I don't know. I really like rewatching all the shows of my childhood and like nostalgia. nostalgia. And so Sony Crackle for any Who's the Boss fans has the first two seasons. I wish they had all eight, but um, they're good. So I was watching. I was binging that all last weekend and throughout the week. And I need to get back on my Downton Abbey. Nice. Oh, oh, and I can't wait. wait. And I can't wait till November 17th when The Crown Season 3 comes back. (laughs) (laughs) On Harry Potter movies. I I never send my thoughts on Love Actually. And here are my honest. Wait, you've seen it. I saw it last year for Christmas. Saw it last year. You gotta rewatch it. But he probably like half watched it. Here's my thoughts on Love Actually. Now you're in a committed relationship. There's love involved. You gotta rewatch it. We do have to rewatch it. I would rather watch Paint Dry. Would rather watch, watch The Love Cell again. than watch. Yeah. So you I, would rather watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 no. than Love Actually? I'd rather watch The Cell than Love Actually. Oh, my Lord. I sincerely hated it. I did not like it. Like, uh, Serendipity, I liked the movie. Even, like, when Rick Grimes is in it with, like, the... Yeah, that was stupid. Wow. Like, I, I just, hate it, Uncle Jamie. Like, <laughs> we were watching, when we were watching Serendipity, I was like, oh, this is... It's actually a good movie. I just think it's a little bit ridiculous. I like when yeah. Hugh Grant dances but, down the. Yeah, love oh, actually. Yeah. Honest, honestly, love actually. I hated Born everything about it. Wow. Yeah, hated. <laughs> so, with that being said, that brings us to our main topic today, which is Stephen King. Ooh. And I we, guess love actually leads to Stephen King. Yes. So, because these are movies I actually do love. Mm. Um. So, but I'm bum. So, <laughs> the. The reason we're t- touching on Stephen King is because Doctor Sleep released today, and Adrian, Jen, and I saw it last week. And we did we had a Fandango fan event? Yeah, dun, dun, dun. screener. And I think the movie is fantastic. Shout out to Fandango. Me sponsor us. <laughs> Please. That was so. AT&T, Verizon. <laughs> yeah, I need a lot of sponsors. Because I barely caught it. I was like, wait, did she just say sponsor? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah, gotta gonna, shoot my shot. We're not gonna get into too many spoilers because Leo hasn't seen it and Rai hasn't seen it. But oh, that's like half my conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get into spoilers. I'm cool with it. So I I love the fact that it pays homage to King and Kubrick. And it doesn't disrespect any of their work, and you're able to go in there. I feel like it's more of a sequel to the movie than the actual Shining book. But Adrian can attest that there is a big, big, big change from the ending of Doctor Sleep to the ending of The Shining. Well, the ending of Doctor Sleep sort of pays homage to To the the way way that that The Shining Shining book ended. ended. Yes. And, and the way Kubrick should have ended the movie. I can get in a whole dialogue. Don't know if I'm going to get to it yet. So I'll let you continue. All right. But yes. What do you mean the way Kubrick should have ended the movie? The Shining is perfect. No, no, no. Listen. No. Kubrick, if, if Kubrick, but the whole reason why Stephen King know, had the gripe was that Kubrick didn't end the movie the way the book it's ended. Not it's not just that. Too, yeah. Which I will talk yeah. about. We'll but it was one of them. Yeah, we'll get it into it. It was one of them, but it wasn't the main reason. So Rebecca Ferguson is fantastic I oh really, yes i really like that they took their time with the, she's our with main the villain yeah it wasn't one of those uh, i'm trying to think like a bad marvel movie with like 
I love that you have to like marvelize it for me. <laughs> like, because Marvel, <laughs> I, lo- I, I love you. I love you too. Because the MCU does have, for the most part, shitty villains. Some oh, definitely. Villains. So it's like Iron Man one. Okay. Perfect. So he's a terrible villain, right? Yeah. Because you don't even get to know his motives. Yes. Doctor Sleep will gives you complete understanding of why they do what they do. So what they do is they actually kill anyone that has the shining. They'll. The essence. It's like their soul. That yeah. they, they consume souls to live longer. And yep. they mostly consume souls that have that special shining ability. Got it. So they're like shining hunters. Yes. Shining hunters. Yep. Ah, uh, you see? We, we supernaturalized it. it. There it is. <laughs> the end it. Sorry. So you see them do that throughout the movie. And as they're losing strength because they're having a hard time finding anyone that has the shining. Yeah, they think it like. You know, in this kind of society and culture, like with like TV and medding, like putting kids on meds at such a young age, like dilutes that like oh, wow. quality. Mm-hmm. So it's harder for them to stay kind of like fed, I guess. Yeah. Huh. In that sense. So, but I also start- think it's a movie more about Ooh, mood lighting. Danny, <laughs> Danny Torrance is dealing with his alcoholism, dealing it in a way his father never did. Interesting. Correct. Yeah. Which is in the book, like. So that's what yeah. I really liked about the movie that it's not, yeah, it's creepy. It has a lot of, you know, a lot of callbacks to The Shining. But I think the fact that it touches on him, how he deals with it. There's a scene in the movie that I thought he he was going to do an, something that would have taken away everything of his development throughout the entire movie. It's that scene on the bed when he has that in his hand. Oh, yeah. And I was like, please don't do that. You're going to kill everything you develop. And he doesn't do it. And I'm like, yes. But it's important because it's that struggle that alcoholics face. And like most people with addictions face of like, you know, you're just tempted to just slip back into old habits. Mm-hmm. So, mm. And there are Jack Torrance is in the movie. And so is um, Wendy. not the original. Well, yeah. Shining Jack Torrance. So, but, yes. but there is a scene and it's uh, it's. Yeah, they be, didn't, you know, bring anyone. I mean, Jack Nicholson's well, yeah. not dead, but, you know, they didn't bring up anyone if he was CGI. Dead, do you think that would have helped his chances of getting I think the he would have been in it. I think he would have been in it. You know why? <laughs> they probably wouldn't have to pay residuals. Good point. They so, could have just CGI'd him, you guys. I don't know why they didn't. So they no do. CGI. There's a scene. They only CGI dead people. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> no. A, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, fair. True. Marvel. There's a scene <laughs> in the. Uh, <laughs> There's a scene in the gold room, which is in the original Shining, that called that pays homage to that scene with Danny and another character, and I'm not gonna get into, but that is such a perfect scene. Overall, I thought the movie was fantastic. Nice. It's one of his be- best adaptations, and I will talk about. Oh, if that only later. we were supposed to list things. Today. I know, but we did. <laughs> I will also. say say that Mike Flanagan did an amazing job with the adaptation of the screenplay and directing aka he also did Hill House which I am also shamelessly promoting because I really haunting love it. Of The Hill Haunting House. of Hill House nice. on Netflix. And season. I'm excited for the second season which will be a different story um, similar very to similar the to the others with like a, a haunted mansion cast. in a way. Yeah. But the haunted mansion? Like, with like a ha- like another like I mean, a, No, like another novel Like another haunted house. I know, I know. Um I'm trying to think of what else you can say non-spoiler. Oh, so there. I'm a Which huge... is good. Ewan McGregor. What did you oh, think about Oh, he was fantastic. Oh, he was so, he was so good. good. Oh, he was really I good. actually really enjoyed the, what was the girl's name in the story? Yes. In the movie. Well, look her oh, up. The and, young and girl's I'll, name. I'll make a comment. Oh, so, the, like the top hat, I think? Is no, there, no, no. Well, that's, that was, that's there is a villain. Star Wars reference in there. 
Hello there. Nice. Thank you, <laughs> oh, Leo didn't get it. Ryan no, got it. it. You got it, right? Yeah. Yeah, there is a callback to Star Wars in there. It's Leo like had one, deep, okay? deep, deep cut. Leo yeah. did have and one. And I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I thought it was fantastic. And I'm a huge Shining fan. And I'm a huge Kubrick fan. Kubrick's... I think I want to note, though, that, like, because they do show elements, but, like, all of the flashbacks to the Kubrick version aren't actual the Kubrick version. It's except, created. Except, except for the set, I think, right? No. So this. I think so you told me the elevator. That, yeah, the, the elevator. elevator. Everything See. else, was, all the, the entire hotel was rebuilt. That's pretty cool. And reshot. So the fact that it looks right on point to the Kubrick, to The Shining, it's more credit Flanagan. And um, a lot of people may say there's too much fan service. I don't. I think he waits till the end of the movie for the fan service, and he does a great job of getting you because it's two and a half hours. Those he takes two hours to make you care about these people. So when you do get the fan service, it's even better because you're like, oh shit, we're going back to where it Got all it. started. Yeah, it Got wasn't it. those like, oh, we're in the overlook five minutes in and we're gonna be here for two and a half hours. Like what we talked about when we reviewed um, it, chapter two. Yes, like it was yeah. like forced callbacks. Whereas yeah, this, this is felt like you kind of earned Don't the callbacks. Don't you talk about it, chapter two? <laughs> made my list. I love it. I made my list too. Chapter two made your list. Yeah. Yeah, mine more too. than chapter one. Made <laughs> the original chapter one. Made, uh, it is my favorite. <laughs> so. <laughs> Right the, the girl is Abra Stone, <laughs> yeah, so it's Abra played Stone, by Kylie Curran. She's really good. Oh, Abra, yeah. Yeah, Abra she was, is she was really good. I really the enjoyed the chemistry. on point for, I think, all characters. So yep. then, did you you read the book before the movie came out? I've yeah. read The Shining twice, and I've read Doctor Sleep, yes. Told you, she read it 32 read them, times. I like, read years before the movies were ever created, but... You read The Shining before 1980? The movie, well, no. Before she was <laughs> born. <laughs> before Doctor Sleep, okay. but I read The Shining twice. Because... You need to read, I think. Word. So, Dr. Sleep, now in theaters, check it out because it's amazing. It's really good. Amazing. Really good. All right. So, that brings us to Wait. Our... I also want to say it's not... I don't think it's super scary. It's like not. Like a typical Stephen King, like, in well, I don't think the sh- 2 or, like, The Shining. I, I don't, don't think it's that type of scary. I actually think that it's more like The Shining because I don't think The Shining is scary. I think The Shining uh, is just... Excuse me? Wait, no, I don't think the shining is scary. It's atmospheric. It I think it's scary. definitely scary. I, I don't it, think it's I don't scary. Think it's tense. Tense. I wouldn't say scary. Kid yeah, it was oh, about maybe, maybe it is tense. Maybe I think Ryan yeah, is really I don't think tense. it's scary at all. I'm creeped. I am creeped the fuck out. I was also really young when I saw it for the first time. and that's. Yeah. I mean, the music alone just gives me a sense of dread, which is like not also ideal when you're eating your dinner at your wedding. Thanks very much for that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we had the, movie scores playing last, at our wedding. Last comment on the Flanagan direction. And I guess it's late during dinner. He shoots. So there's this, obviously, it's shown in the trailer. They go back to the Overlook. When they go back to the Overlook, they shoot it the way The Shining opens. Same score. Oh, shoot. Same camera shot nice. of going through the. That's you just get all the feels. And I got the chills cool. when they were going back to the Overlook because it was shot the same way. I was hoping. Fun fact, though. Go ahead. The gas station that I stop at. In the book, they stop at that gas station, and you kind of start seeing the change a little bit in Jack Torrance's character. Huh. In the book. Once they get to the gas station. Yeah. Cool. It's a, it's a good movie. Oh, and really then there's a movie. scene um, with... I'm, I'm horrible with calling back names and everything, but like in all yes. those original office... So the original... There's a scene. There's two scenes. One that just came to mind that Jen pointed out, and then the one that you just pointed out. There's a scene where he is... Danny is kind of interviewing... Right, kind of, int- and 
the office looks exactly like the same office that Jack was in at the beginning of The Shining. Oh, shoot. And the one oh, that nice. Jen called out is that the original Danny Torrance is in the movie. Is he really? Yeah. It was a good catch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's called that. I give her a it's lot. It's very of... subtle. Like you, like, really There's a baseball game. You can say that. There's a baseball game. Oh, there's a baseball game and he's a And fan. he's sitting in he's, the stands. Yeah. And another... You have to look quick. Yeah. And, and, and an, he has a line. And you but... have to know who he... How he looks. Yeah. He yeah. And then the other one, I'm not going to mention who he is if you guys see it. There is a cameo of a very good young actor that I oh, did yeah, not. Jacob Tremblay. Yeah. Oh, I said I wasn't going to say the what, name. his name? Well, you I didn't say it. She said it. I said yeah. it. I can cut I it out. I said it. Spoiler alert. I just uh, see the minute out. mark. But yeah, I was like, oh my God, Jacob Tremblay's in it. Give Jacob me the minute mark. such a good actor. Interesting. But yeah, Dr. Sleep, everyone should check it out. Now, let's get to our list. Um, Wait, but half my conversation's about comparing The Shining and Dr. Sleep and like... Oh, go ahead. Redemption. All right, go ahead. Do your thing. Go ahead. Oh, the You're on your own. The reins this is are the, off. This is the Adrian so, hour. So, major spoiler alert here for anyone who wants to... Spoiler, spoiler. Um, what minute are we sleep? on, Dave, for spoilers? So, 119. Okay. If it, has, has anyone or care if I spoil the ending of The Shining in the book? No, it's no, been out for I so long. No one, that's it. Go away. <laughs> that's it. So, like... Joey Tribbiani knows the true ending of The Shining because it's his favorite book. <laughs> but the Overlook is destroyed in the first book. There is no Overlook after, which is why like the ending of Doctor Sleep is a little bit off because they go back to the Overlook, but technically it doesn't exist. Um, um, let's talk about why Stephen King doesn't like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Because um, he doesn't like nice things. No. <laughs> no. No, no, no. That reminds me of somebody. I think I took a... I will say, I've noticed that Stephen King is a very... He promotes stuff that's trash because he wrote it. Like, he said The Dark Tower was a good movie before it came out, and The Dark Tower is not a good movie. It's not good at all. Well, Well, maybe you didn't like it, but someone else... Dark Tower is destroyed. But did you read the book? That's the thing. You need there, to right, compare so with you, like, yeah, how well it was adapted. If you, want, if you yeah. want to throw that at me, I'm going to throw this at you. I listened to a Stephen King podcast called The Losers Club who called The Dark Tower one of the worst Stephen King adaptations, and they've read the books, so I have seen everywhere that The Dark Tower is a terrible movie. Go ahead, Okay, Adrian. well, but that's what I'm asking. I guess, but Stephen King has said The Shining is like a big, beautiful Cadillac with no engine inside, hmm. which I agree in a sense of that it was a beautifully created movie loved it but if you read the shining you like just he completely just boils it down to just the hotel being an evil thing taking over jack torrance when really in the book it's jack torrance's struggle with alcoholism um Um, and basically fighting that throughout the entire book but also it's a reflection of stephen king himself who was an alcoholic who did you know was like abusive to his child at a certain point like I don't gotcha. say exactly, but like a big part of him was reflected in Jack Torrance. And you kind of basically boil it down to just being very weak willed in the movie. So you're basically mm. just boiling down Stephen King. So it's like a personal kind of like simplification yeah. of it, which I kind of understand when you're kind of being that personal about it in a book. Um, another thing I think um, in the end is in the book, um, and it's kind of reflected in Dr. Sleep. So if you don't want to listen to this, earmuffs, 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 spoiler alert, but there's a spoiler alert within the spoiler. alert. Yeah. So this is, well, meta. I'm letting like Ryan and Leo know that <laughs> if they don't want to listen, just earmuffs, earmuffs, but there is a scene in Dr. Sleep where they're in the Overlook Hotel 
and you have uh, Danny kind of coming at Abra with like an axe, like already completely possessed by the evilness of the hotel. And that scene is actually Jack Torrance and Danny. And it's like basically Jack fights off that evilness to save his family. Oh, and he wild. has that redemption at the end in the book. And then he lets them escape because he has, I don't think it's an axe, I think it's a hammer, but it's been so long. But like that redeeming quality of who Jack was, they also kind of hint in the book that Jack also had the shining in him, which has led to his excessive drinking as well. So like it's a family trait. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that kind of explains also why he drank a lot as well. But I think that's all the senses. Yes. It dulled it all out and kind of just made it go away. But I didn't put it well so eloquently together, but... You did. You did. I did? You did. So you made me want to read, which is a pretty big accomplishment in itself, so... Well, if you want to read, don't start with Stephen King. <laughs> I love Stephen King, but he's very detailed. You have so to start with like baby Stephen King. I would suggest, Dr. like... Dr. Seuss. I would... Joyland. <laughs> Joyland was really good. Joyland is, a, is, is one of my good. favorite books, Harry's and it's, like, good. maybe 300 pages. Like, I two, 300. Like yeah. 200 pages. I might have it upstairs. I can lend it to you. Hmm. Uh, it's very short. very good, too, to read. Um, and then once you get kind of get into that, I do recommend The Shining. And you can read It. Thank it you. is a little long. It is very long. It's a long That's book. what she said. <laughs> So great, great. If you, if, if you guys could see the looks that Jenny and Adrian are giving me and David, so great input, eh? and I know you're going to add more as we get through some of these options. So uh, I'll get right into it. Actually, we have G's list too, right? Yeah. So I will actually run through G's list real quick. Okay. And tell us, are you going to do his five through ten? I'll do his. He has honorable mentions. So he has Cujo, Firestarter, Christine, and Creepshow. His girls in that. Drew Barrymore. And Fire oh, Firestarter. Wolf. I've actually never seen Firestarter. How can you wolf a movie you haven't seen? No, I didn't he wolf just the movie. Drew I, I wolfed Drew Barrymore. Oh, okay. Um, so number 10 is like mind-blowing to me because I think the movie's terrible. Secret Window. Oh. oh I enjoyed eh. it, but I enjoy didn't it. make my list either. I didn't. I don't like huh. Secret Window. Um, number nine for G was Pet Cemetery 2019. His Which I num- thought was good. I thought it was good too. His number eight was The Mist, and I will talk about The Mist later. Wait, the remake one? The remake one. Isn't there original The Mist? No. The Fog, you mean. The Fog. Oh, sorry. Oh, my. Don't don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. I, we spent like five hours talking about Marvel. Okay? And you had and the wine. Joker. And, you, and you, had wine. <laughs> you had wine. And I so. had wine, and I'm so confused about the cell. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we made her doubt herself. So his number seven was Pet Cemetery, 1989. His number six was It. His number five was The Shining. His number four was Misery, number three, Carrie, number two, Stand By Me, and number one, Shawshank Redemption. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, starting if with- If you hate his list, you can reach him at, at G Reels, or send us an email, <laughs> realtalkinc at gmail.com, or jen at realtalkinc.com. Yes. Let us know what you think. So, in terms of worst Stephen King adaptations, I- could say The Shining, right? <laughs> if you really want to talk about like adaptation, we're talking from about like accuracy. Yeah, yes. but no, in terms of actual movies, um, I didn't put this, but I know number one is probably Maximum Overdrive. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Nope. So he directed it, and it's considered one of the worst movies of the '80s. I haven't seen it, but because I haven't seen it, I will put 1996's Thinner. Oh, I remember watching. I that. heard about it. Well, I remember seeing the commercials for it. I never saw it though. So it's about an overweight lawyer who kills a gypsy woman in a hit and run and is cursed by her people. 
And then as the movie progresses, he just becomes it's thinner. Not Christian Bale, right? Or who is it? It's not yeah. Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> no, who, I don't remember the actor's name, but it's not Christian. I remember like, but I know big, it's like super I emaciated. It, I don't too. think it was anything, but anyone big. But then I also I also want to give a shout out to Dreamcatcher because Dreamcatcher. Oh, I forgot sucks. that it was. I'm Dreamcatcher so is terrible. All right, now honorable mentions of stuff I liked. So, <laughs> I think this is probably because I just saw it a few last year. I didn't love Stand By Me. I thought it was good, but I didn't really love it. Really? Yeah. What is wrong with yeah. you? Fun fact. And I love coming of age stories. Yeah. But I don't. I just didn't hit me. I've never actually seen oh, no, Stand you know By that's Me. That's fair because I think that's the same way I feel same. about Wait, Christmas Story. What? Oh really? No. Yeah. Not a big Christmas it's story fan. When I say it, people are like yes, going nuts. That was surprising because it's my favorite Christmas movie actually. Yeah. Nope. So, but yeah. Not on my list. I also have. Yeah, I also have Creep Show as an honorable mention because I the reason it's not on my ten because I just saw it for the first time. A few, um, few weeks ago, and I liked it, but it wasn't you know anywhere near my ten. And App Pupil, ooh, good I like one, App Pupil, a lot. really good one. So, all right, so my number ten is actually fourteen oh eight. That was a good one. It got into your top ten. I love nice. John Cusack though. So I was really wanting to push it into my top ten, so I moved a couple of things around. But <laughs> I really, really enjoy it. My favorite scene in that one is the scene with his daughter towards the end of the movie. And I'm trying not to give too many spoilers, but that is. He kind of figures out how to get out of the room. Yes, how to get out. That moment. Yeah. Uh, my number nine is The Mist. My favorite scene is the final reveal at the end of the movie. Oh, that I feel like that just kills me every time. Every time because you always – I watch that movie and every time I watch – have you seen The Mist? Mm-hmm. So every time I watch the movie, I'm like, maybe this time. Uh, no. Just hold no. the trigger for no. a few more seconds. No. That's one of the most heartbreaking. I yeah. like that. Is like I refuse to put that on my list just because of that ending. Yeah, it's such a good movie, and it just breaks me every time. My number eight is what I think is the most underrated Stephen King adaptation is Christine. Ooh. So one, I love it? John Carpenter, and Christine is so so good. My favorite scene is uh, his name's Moochie Welch's death. That's the first time that Christine kills someone. And the score behind that is fantastic. So I think that works really well. My number seven is Pet Cemetery, the okay. 1989 original. version. So have you seen the original? Uh, no, I haven't seen either. Right. Have you seen Pet Cemetery? Uh, I haven't seen either myself either. And hey, you haven't seen it. So no. this is a little spoilery. But my favorite scene is the Achilles cut and Judd's oh. death. So I, I, know, I know of the Achilles cut. Yeah. That's it's in the tra- freaking, one of the trailers. That's brutal. Yeah. It cu- it, I actually had never seen the trailer. And when I saw the movie for the first time, it caught me by surprise. I think the only other on-screen injury that like, grossed me out or freaked me out more was on Jackass, the paper cut. Yes, yes. That oh, and the Achilles yeah. cut just seemed like too real for me. Yeah. And then my number six is Carrie. And I think we all probably have the same favorite scene, and that's the bloodbath at the yeah. prom. So mm. Yes, that's the original no. Carrie. The original Carrie. That's correction. The other one will not make anyone's list. No, it will not. All right, so Rye, go ahead. All right, I'm gonna be honest. My ten are the only ten Stephen King movies I've actually seen. <laughs> nice. Don't worry, mine is two. Love it, love it. <laughs> Number love ten is Cujo. Oh, you know I've um, never seen Cujo. I was disappointed. I think it was one of those I went in thinking it's a totally different movie than it is. Like, I knew it was about a killer dog. I just thought there'd be a lot more killer dog and, a lot, like, a different reason. I didn't think it was just a nice dog that got rabies, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. But um, I just, yeah, didn't dig it. It felt a little long to me. I have to say my favorite scene from that he thought was... It was he um, thought it was crypto dog. When he gets the sheriff or whoever it was in the barn, because that's like the only time you actually see him be vicious, so that was kind of cool. 
But I actually felt bad for Cujo for most of the movie. I think that's another reason why. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. But he just has rabies. This is well <laughs> Number nine is Sleepwalkers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Sorry. That was from the soul, no, Dan. Sorry. <laughs> that just isn't comforting giving my list. Go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. No, I enjoyed it. It had a uh, what's his name, uh, Brian. What's it? Leo in uh, original charm in it. I saw it for the first time a couple Brian years Kress. back. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I can't think of a. I only I saw it a couple years back and I began it this week, but I got distracted with other things, so I don't have a favorite scene for that. All right. Um, it and number eight, I have it too. Um. Yeah, it was nothing really resonated with me with that movie. It was a well done movie, but it just wasn't really a Ryan movie. Number seven, Misery. I love the yes. story. Yeah, Misery. I good. love. Yeah, just everything about it. Now so well done. About the acting. Injury scene. Ugh, with Ew. the ankles. And we're gonna talk about Ooh. that That's a little visual. later for sure. Right. Was that your favorite um, scene, Ryan? Or did you? <laughs> wait, say it again. I'm sorry. It was your favorite scene when she popped his, his legs with the. With oh the... hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and number six, I have Running Man. Yes! <laughs> I'm so happy someone else put it on their list. So go, I guess you can go, Leo, since you talked about Running Man before. Yeah, definitely, man. Oh, fantastic choice. Um, all right, my number 10, It Chapter 2. Ugh. Oh, but to be fair, like, so my list of movies I've seen from Stephen King is not way more than Ryan. Oh, either. okay. Do your so, thing. Uh, but yeah, number 10 was uh, It 2. Number 9 was Misery. Uh, number. Yeah. Oh yeah, you said you didn't have any. Yeah, I didn't, okay, I, cool. I did with the, the, not with the favorites. But although with misery, you can't really pick another scene other than that, like just brutal and visceral destruction of the man's legs. Oh, and if I had, sorry to interrupt. If I did have to pick a scene for Running Man, it's when he stabs the one guy in the back with the pen. <laughs> I just you got cracked up at that really hard. <laughs> I didn't know that Stephen King wrote the Running Man. So. Yeah, he wrote it under Richard Bachman, which was his pen name when he started writing. See, that's oh, why we did that's not why know that. You, that's why this is why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight was Carrie, original. S- same, same yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, seven is fourteen oh eight. Yes. Yeah. Same. Really, what do you have for fourteen oh eight? It would it would have been the same, same scene. scene. Yeah, it would have been with like the 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 song at the end. Um, and actually, number six, literally the same as Ryan. Number six is Running Man. Yes. Yeah. So I need to see Running Man. I've never seen it. It's Arnold that is best. <laughs> I think it's on either show or stars, one of the two. That's right. how I saw it this week. I need to see it. Adrian, we're going to leave you for last. Oh, great. No pressure. Go ahead, for Jen. What, the, just the, <laughs> up to six? Yeah. So number wait, 10. Wait, you forgot is, about wait, Jenny. you're last. You're last. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going first. <laughs> you're our special guest. You're going last. Oh, oh. sorry. Go That's ahead, fine. Jen. Okay, number 10. Oh, wait. I have three honorable mentions. Apt people. Eleven twenty two sixty three, which oh! I did. I did enjoy. Can we, can we count that? On I never it's saw a miniseries. It, it counts. Oh, then amazing. I would put that as an honorable mention. I really you told like me miniseries Stephen counts. King? That's Stephen King. Get out! Yep. Oh, that, I would. The, the book is the book is great, but it's a big book. Oh, I think it's like what, like nine hundred pages? No, it's just so as long as good. It, it's like close to about eighteen hundred or fifteen hundred. Yeah, pages. it's big. It's a big book. But it's so I read that and get that on a Kindle, so you don't have to carry the book. Nice. And then misery. As an honorable mention. <gasps> an honorable mention. Oh, wow. Jenny, so, you're sleeping downstairs tonight. Yeah, I think running so. Man. Running eh. Man. Running so, Man. I've actually never seen Running Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen enough Stephen King, but I realize that I also have not seen, like, so I haven't seen Stand By Me. Never saw. Ah! What is? Salem's Lot. 
hadn't seen. I actually never Cujo, seen so I, I own it, but I Cujo, seen it. I maybe saw like one scene. That's it. The Green Mile. You've never seen, seen The Green Mile? You're I haven't green. either, girl. I haven't either. What never the seen heck? The Green Mile. But it's I feel like long. it would have been like a Shawshank Redemption for me. It's not a, it's not no, The Green Mile was two VHSs, what I remember. <laughs> so was Shawshank. <laughs> that was too long. So was Shawshank. Children of the Corn. Never saw yeah, that. That's a Stephen King. That's yeah. a Stephen King. Yeah. Oh well, Creep Show. I haven't seen. I don't love. I, I, don't, I don't love. Chill. I like Children of the Corn. I don't love it though. It wouldn't make it. In my... Anyhow. Anyway, go. My ahead. number ten is the Dark Tower. The original It miniseries. Ew, oh, that's gross. Yeah, you know why? Because it has such a good cast: John River, uh, John Ritter, Annette O'Toole, um, Tim oh. Reed. Like I don't know. It River Phoenix. It right? was exactly for what it was. It was just for that and before the new it obviously the new it is a hundred times better i still love tim curry but i still enjoy this mini series uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> number nine 1408 yeah oh, i'm surprised i thought it was gonna be a lone lone duck on this one the other one no it's a good movie number eight is go. another mini series that i don't know i haven't heard yet rose red it's on my list too. <laughs> it's so good it's a it's like a haunted house story. It is yeah. a haunted house. It's a two. ABC, it was basically ABC, ABC 2002 I movie. That. I remember that. Um, it. Has a really good cast in it. Um, but basically, it's based off of. It's sort of with the idea of like the haunting and like the haunting of mm-hmm. Hill House and that whole idea of um, just like this haunted mansion and they come in and there's this like psychologist that comes in with these psychics and they're checking. I just really like the movie. I think yeah. I like recorded it on a VHS tape and I would watch it like all the time. <laughs> Um, and that's a big, that's a long movie too. So it's a, it's a, it was a series of like multiple series, episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Salem's Law was a series too. So really, really good. Um, number seven, I kind of tied this together because I really liked the remake, the recent version, Pet Cemetery. But then I liked the original when I saw it on, on Hulu. He's Judd? The, guy, the guy that plays Judd. Oh, well. Her- the, the- Who is he again? Edward Herman. Yeah. No, not Edward Herman. The guy that played Herman Munster. Herman Munster, yeah. I now I'm blanking on his name. But um, I would say that that's my favorite. One yeah. of my favorite scenes at Achilles yeah. heel kill yeah. because that's like yeah. intense. I was, I was very – well, it's a spoiler for you, but when you watch it, I really like Judd. So when he dies, I was very sad. And Gage, Gage's death is crazy. Fun fact, in Pet Cemetery, the opening – like the scene where the kid walks up into the street – actually almost happened to his son but he tripped on the curb before getting hit by the car and died oh wow Stephen oh, wow. King. i didn't know that was it joe hill what do you mean was it joe Stephen hill? king's son joe hill oh then probably was it him that because it does he have i don't read that much into the facts okay i just oh. provide and i remember you mentioned like facts. the fun fact that when we reviewed uh i think it chapter one or a chapter two chapter about two. like the uh, the the beatdown at the beginning of the movie. Yes, oh, yeah, chapter two. Yeah, it was that's in the that, beginning that of the was first inspired. Book. That's yeah. how the that's how it opens. Yeah, yeah. that was inspired by true events like of Stephen King yep. like, during that time. Yeah. And number six, a shout out to my favorite dancing director, Christine. Oh yeah, we love John Carpenter. Here. We saw John Carpenter in concert, and he was like rocking out to the theme song to Christine, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I really, I actually hadn't seen Christine until recently, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and did you know, fun fact, that the film was actually in production before the novel was released? Ooh. What? Yeah, I think the King, rights were King bought gave before. Carpenter yeah. the the green light for it. Dope. Yeah. Nice. Cool. 
All right, so my number five is actually wait, the- Adrian. Oh, I forgot now. about Adrian. What the? Wow, hell? goddamn pal. I'm being goddamn saved pal. last. <laughs> he really wanted to put you last. In Sorry. my place. <laughs> All Go right. So my list is like. I feel like from a different perspective than Dave's. So no, no for sure. Yeah. We're all a different yeah. perspective. I, mean, from <laughs> I think that's so. why people listen. So number 10. Please yourself. be yourself. Please. Oh, dang it. <laughs> All right. I Number feel like I should just leave the show for you guys. <laughs> no. Like comments on my snobbiness. All right, go ahead. <laughs> no, we love you. What would we do without you? Not have a snob on. Okay. No. <laughs> go ahead. For number Constant 10, Supernatural. I had a um, tie between Rose Red and 1408. Ooh. Number nine is Misery. Number eight is... It part one, the recent one. Yeah. Seven is Dr. Sleep. And six is It part two. It part two. Wow. So you really prefer. So you put part two two before. Yeah. I prefer part two of the. Wow. Why? Um, Because so for me, I compare it to the original It Mm -hmm. um, miniseries, not the book. I never finished the book. Don't judge me. Um, but no judging, judging, judging. <laughs> I have it upstairs, and I've never even. It's yeah, for as, show. As non-readers of the book, I'm like, I don't know if we're gonna be the ones to well, uh, because, judge. You know, Dave already called me out as reading every book 33 <laughs> times. <laughs> oh, this way. The, the worst judging you're gonna get is pretty much over after much. after the cell. So you're, 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 the <laughs> hardest part is over. Okay, you're so flying, we're doing a special podcast high. on J Lo movies. Oh, oh, can we do that? <laughs> Look, <laughs> Selena. What? It's only Selena. Selena and nothing else. Also, I won't be on Anything for sure if we do J Lo movies. Selena. Jersey girl, that's about it. Um, okay, so. <laughs> Stop, right? Um, I choose it part two over part one because it explains a lot that the original miniseries just kind of glazes over a bit of like, you know, like everyone kind of loses their memory and mm. just like everything that happens and they forget. And like the original one is just like, oh, we forgot, but like, oh, now I remember and now we have to kill this monster. Like, I just like. There was more explanation. There's more explanation more in narr- the second one. I didn't know story. people find that long, but I didn't find it long. I found it kind of fitting for a Stephen King type of movie slash novel, etc. Cool. All right. So, David, so what's uh, your top five? Five. I have. Uh, I have Doctor Sleep. Uh, favorite Damn scene already. Yeah, it's really good. So, favorite scene I have from there is spoiler. The conversation that I mentioned before, uh, Jack Torrance and Danny in the gold room, they kind of... Jack Torrance slash Lloyd. Lloyd, yeah. He doesn't know... he Because in The Shining, you have Lloyd, who he, Jack Torrance has his drink with. And then in Dr. Sleep, Jack Torrance is Lloyd, and he's trying to get Danny to have a drink with him. Oh, wow. And oh, nice. he doesn't have the drink, but he's trying to let him know, like, that's... He keeps calling him dad. <laughs> so, like, you have that... It's, I don't want to get too spoilery, but yeah, yeah. that whole dynamic. And I love any scene in the gold in that gold room. Um, and I'll get to it a little later on. So, yeah, number four is Misery. Favorite scene is obviously Annie breaking Paul's legs because that is – I've broken my ankle three times. Wait, what? Yeah. You sprained it or no, you broke, broke it. You broke your ankle yeah. three times? Yeah. Played Damn. basketball. So someone else broke your ankles, you're saying? No. I mean, do you no. see the way <laughs> you just can't play defense. <laughs> I'm not um, surprised. So yeah, when I play basketball, now I have like 35 braces on, so they don't. I'm like oh, Steph Curry. Shoot. You're like yeah, just Doritos. Not as good. Doritos. There it is. Yeah. So my number three is it chapter one. Um, 
my favorite scene is actually the re- the beginning with Georgie's death because it it, uh, it pretty much showed that this is not going to be the 1990 miniseries. It's going to be in your face. We're going to take Georgie's ha- arm off. Like in the book. Like in the book. And we're going to show it on screen. And it shows Pennywise. It made Tim Curry look very cartoonish right mm-hmm. away as opposed to uh, the Pennywise in this movie, which is dangerous and scary. Yeah. So, yeah. So... And then my number two is, so my number two, I think, is the best adaptation, but I prefer watching number one. So my number two is Shawshank Redemption. Nice. I think it's one of the best movies of the 90s. And my favorite scene is at the end of the movie where Red and Andy meet on the beach. And the reason um, I like that the best is because you see, I think the whole movie is about being institutionalized and being you become content with your environment. Yeah. There's a scene with an older gentleman who he's one of the group in the movie. He Lee, he gets released. He gets parole. And I think no one wants to be on. No one wants to get out on parole. They're just so happy. Just live being in the jail. Yeah. So what ended up happening was spoiler alert. He doesn't, he has no concept of life anymore. He doesn't know what to do. How to survive. He has a job. It's not like he, he has a place to live and a job, but it's not the same because he doesn't, he doesn't, have a purpose in life and he ends up killing himself. So when red gets out, that's Morgan Freeman's character. He gets the same exact job and you think he's going down the same path, but he remembers that, um, that Andy said, you know, we'll meet again one day and he searches for him and they meet on the beach. And then the movie ends there, which is, yeah, Shawshank is phenomenal. So yeah, it's my number two. And then, uh, my number one is, the Shining. Yeah. So worst adaptation, I guess, to Stephen King, but it's my favorite adaptation. Um, favorite scene, like I was saying before, the Gold's Room when he first goes in there. That's when you start seeing the the, the hotel become extremely creepy, and that coinciding with the uh, uh, Danny meeting the twins for the first time. So yeah, that's my five through one. All right, Rye, finish us off. Uh, you want to do G's though, or? Oh yeah, it's true. So. Oh, did we do? Did we do all? Of well, you no, did I kinda, did all of this. Yeah. Yeah. All of this. Rye, go ahead. Number five, I have Children of the Corn. Uh, I enjoy, although it's a slow start, as soon as it really starts, it gets going, and I'm hooked. Like many of the guys get into town and stuff. Um, number four, I know Dave, you said you hated it, but I enjoyed it. Secret Window. Ugh, you I stole I, my I story. <laughs> I dug that. I don't know Was why. Like I dug the psychology Stone? of no, it. That's exactly how he sounds. That John Turturro. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was actually spot on. I'll give you credit there. Um, number three, I have Carrie, uh, the original. Mm-hmm. Um, again, favorite scene is like what everyone said, but I will say the only I got the same kind of vibe off of watching watching that is actually Joker. It's like I felt mm. similar vibes off of it. Hmm. That's a good. That's a good. Comp- I I know exactly what you're talking about because she gets bullied throughout the entire. Yeah, movie. just yeah, yeah kind of female Arthur Fleck in high school. Just without um, the pain. And number two, I have It, Chapter One, the newer one. Um, same favorite scene as you, Dave. Uh, very well done. And number one, I have The Shining. My, my, just so well done. Every I, My favorite scene, if I had to pick one, honestly, is actually just because of the way it's done, the way it's shot, is when the blood's coming down the yeah, hallway. It's just yeah. so iconic. You know, it's funny because I've seen a lot of making of. I'm kind of because Kubrick has a lot of conspiracy theories towards him, and I'm a huge fan of that stuff. Um, no documentary of The Shining ever explains how the hell he did that. 
So that's <laughs> that's always pretty. I was it's always something I look for in terms of reading up on The Shining. But yeah, good list, right, Leo? Yeah, okay. uh, my number five because I have seen it is Stand By Me. Yeah, Stand By Me is my number five. Um, my number four is It Chapter One. Good man. Um, yeah, so it's funny with It. Can, I they never saw the original. Um, I kind of always, as David now knows, I kind of always stayed away from most horror movies. So you're going to watch The Exorcist later. That's what Hell you're saying. No. no, he um, said no, and no <laughs> means no. <laughs> There'll be no more bullying on this podcast, David. We need to talk about consent. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, when, um, I remember what happened was, I think David, the way you marketed it to me. Oh, was do you it, remember? Or well, I'll say it. It, 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 felt, it felt more like a coming of age yeah, movie. I said, and stand, said, I said Stand By Me, or I said Stand By Me or The Goonies meet Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, then the, you also mentioned, hey, um, It Chapter 1, Chapter 2 is kind of like Avengers Endgame in the sense that everyone oh, yeah. has to separate yeah, their own yeah, different yeah. ways yeah. to get their own Infinity Stones and come back to fight the main <laughs> villain. Yeah, but just not as, not as good. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, huh. I think I should see this movie. <laughs> um, no, but so it, uh, it chapter one. Uh, my number three is The Green Mile. Um, I yeah, it's such a good movie. But I went into it not expecting much of anything. But I mean, it, it was nominated for many awards, right? Yeah, best um, picture, director, uh, actor, supporting. Yeah, I got a whole bunch. Um, of stuff. One scene in that Michael Clark Duncan's amazing. By yeah. the way, it's incredible. incredible. But one scene that stands out is like he's such a hulking figure. Um, and like he has a, like a little pet mouse. Yes, a pet mouse. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yes. And it's so adorable. It's, that, it's heartbreaking. When like, that scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, my number two, and it's funny because I feel like the one and two swap is going to be like a common thing for most of us. Mm. Though number two is The Shining. And no problem with number one. Yeah, because then number one would be Shawshank, Shawshank. Redemption. Yeah, I, I think no one talks about it that much anymore. Shawshank. They talk yeah. about The Shining without a problem, but people forget how good Shawshank is. Um, a scene for Shawshank that stands out would be um, the whole uh, when he says "dumbass" instead of uh, "Dumas." Dumas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's the number one two swap. Pretty much, they're interchangeable. It's like one A and one B. Jen. So my number five is Doctor Sleep. Um, so I really like. I said kind of before, I really enjoyed any scene between Doc or Danny, Dan, um, and Abra. Abra? Abra. Right? Abra. Abracadabra. Abra. Abracadabra. Oh, connect. <laughs> Abra. I really like their chemistry a lot in the movie, and I haven't read the book, um, but I thought that was fantastic. Um, number four would be Carrie for me. Nice. Um Love, obviously, the end. And I can see the connection to Arthur Fleck. Um, right. <laughs> everyone, like, everyone there deserved it. Like, they totally oh, yeah. deserved everything they got. And I stand <laughs> by it. Like, even, like, baby John Travolta um, in one of his, like, first Listen film away, roles. Alina. Totally. Yeah, no, my mom would just be like, yeah, he, he did deserve it. <laughs> but, um, Your mom's like a huge Travolta fan, too. She so. is, she is, if we ever have a special. Although I think like she would just spend the whole episode like just fawning over him, not even talking anything, <laughs> any English. Um, but I also really like the end of Carrie when um, Sue is the only, I think she's really the only survivor. And she ends up, and I don't know if this is in the book, actually, but she ends up having like this um, nightmare that she's visiting Carrie's grave and then Carrie's hand kind of just jumps up and uh kind of gave me the idea that we should have an episode about like our favorite jump scares because it's Ooh. such a good it's something that always stuck by me and um 
that jump scare that like grabs he, she comes out to grab her from the grave and sue like wakes up finally but you can tell she's just so traumatized um and then number three would be it chapter one over two for me because i really enjoyed the like the coming of age and the younger kids and like just all of that so for me i put um number two i put as the shawshank redemption yeah. which i actually had never seen until recently oh wow. and like i will cry in certain movies but it really takes a lot for me like i really have to feel yeah like for me to really like ball out and so like the second exotic Marigold Hotel made me ball out in the theater. <laughs> David remembers. And then uh, Logan, Leo's oh favorite, God, yeah. also made me ball really? out. Yeah, yeah. At the end, oh. the end scene, Okay, I couldn't like stop crying. Like I was, was done. So Shawshank Redemption broke me when Brooks died. Um, and that's what David was talking about earlier where, you know, he left. He got on parole and he couldn't handle life outside and adjusting and so he takes his life and that whole like i couldn't stop crying like david was like are you okay and i was just like yeah it was really and then number one is the shining and i think my favorite scene which is just as iconic is obviously like the whole here's johnny scene in like the bathroom Mm -hmm. and um i think that's like pure nicholson like just using his strengths and his facial expressions to (laughs) the max so that's it. All righty. Adrian. Take us, take us home. All right. So you guys aren't going to like my list, but who cares? <laughs> Number five is. Now you got the attitude of real chronicle. There it is. Number five is The Shining. Number dun dun dun. <laughs> Please well, be so number one. If Cell's so number one, I'll be so happy. What? <laughs> the Cell? <laughs> it's like, if that's number one, I'm going to be so yeah, happy. Number one is actually Carrie 2. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I believe the first second. Isn't well it done. called Carrie 2 The Rage or The Rage Carrie? The Rage Carrie 2. I saw that in theaters. Um, I feel like everyone, Not the like, same. The famous, like, the favorite scenes for me is the twins, because I'm a twin. So, hello, huh. Danny. Did you ever dress up like the twins? Oh, I did. They did. I'll share pictures later. I think we used her and her sister in promotion for Real Talk on our Instagram one year. And Eva and Eva. And we met them at Monster Mania. We did. We met Danny Torrance and the twins. Oh, Yep. Number four is Shawshank Redemption. Oh, so long. Wow. Well, for me, it's like more nostalgia. So, like, I grew up at a young age watching all these movies so like for me the they stick more like when i watched them yeah so number three is stand by me i like the song <laughs> okay i'm a big morgan freeman fan so um josh redemption like made me fall in love with morgan freeman just jumping back a bit but just mentioning that number two is carrie and cool. the scene that sticks out to me the most is like when her mother is there almost like in a Jesus Christ position and just that was an intense her. that is one of the most intense scenes, scene. but that is like my scene I guess like that always sticks out to me yeah. when I think of Carrie yeah um, and the tampon scene <laughs> when they're throwing the them at of the her movie? yeah oh. um, you have to be all the pads to kind of relate with that all the pads <laughs> and tampons yeah like it's these girls are total fucking bitches bro <laughs> <laughs> like they totally f- 
like I said, they all fucking deserved it. Like, that's Jeez. horrible. Like, it's not her fault. She was, like, getting her period late in life. Like, she was 16, right? Plus, her mother told her nothing about it, so she wasn't right. expecting her, it. She was not well informed. So she her mother she was, was a religious fanatic. David, we gotta be okay. empathetic. We gotta be empathetic. Like, she didn't have any kind of education, so she didn't know what was going on. Also, when you look at her home life, like, they didn't have television. They didn't have anything. So she wasn't looking at any media to know, hey, this is, like... I'm going to get my period or whatever this changes. So can you imagine you're getting your period when you're in the shower and you're like, that's, 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 that's my biggest but nightmare yes. is what yes, that is. That's I guess my worst nightmare. Them, but like you're all of a sudden you're bleeding. Just imagine you're peeing blood in the shower. That's what I'm doing right now. It's, it's terrifying. And you're like, what the hell is happening to me? And then like, you would think the older girls, like just even the, her counterparts would have been like, Oh, you just got your period here. Let me like, not even like they didn't really even know that she got her first period per se. But she was so freaked out, so I guess they could have assumed that. But still, you be kind. You hand her a yeah. tampon or a pad. There's that girl code thing nowadays. Yeah, where it's like nowadays. Like, girls like in a, in a bar or something, you're like, you go to the bathroom, you're like, hey, you have one? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, if you have one, like, you share it. Or sometimes the bars actually will Empathy, have them bro. there for Empathy. you. <laughs> oh, no. Bring my own. But. B-Y-O-T. Well, yeah, because the ones that you get in the machines are never good. Like, yeah. they're super FYI, cheap. guys. <laughs> So. <laughs> Ryan, are you okay back there? <laughs> real period chronicles, everybody. Okay, and then anyway, so those out. girls were fucking bitches, and oh uh, yeah, yeah. So I think it stuck with me. Like that was like a coming yeah. of age. It's traumatic. I'm never gonna look at Carrie the same way. I got my period, again. and I told my grandma. Like that's it. Like it was simple. It wasn't, it wasn't even wasn't traumatic for mine. So like I didn't even have my mom. It was super. Traumatic. I don't even remember where I was for mine. It's, <laughs> it's like it never happened or something. It was actually during Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, number Winter one. If it, if it was during Winter Soldier, I would have been very upset. <laughs> okay, and then to close it out, my number one, which is actually my first Stephen King. So your number two was Carrie, right? Number two. Yeah, okay. Number one is part one of the original It miniseries. Ooh, that's the best part. Yeah. Nice. So that was actually the first Stephen King movie I saw when I when I was only like seven or eight. I feel like oh, that might have wow. been. That's so wow. It stuck with me. You can thank my dad for that. David, thank you so much for just opening me up to horror. And that might even be um, but yeah. my first Stephen King movie, I think, maybe too, actually. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I, I had Nightmare Team just laughed at me. Shining, shining well. for me. Shining and their Shawshank. Shining on Channel 11 on the, the uh, WB, I think, maybe? Or CWIX? WPIX. WPIX. <laughs> yep. Oh, Shawshank. That kind of got me into wanting to do criminal justice. That's why I started criminal justice with, like, reentry. Which is boring for people, but yeah. Alrighty, thank you very much. So that wraps everything up for this week. Eight, thanks for coming on and joining us. Yeah, thanks for back. having me. Um, looking forward to be back for Supernatural. Heck yeah, baby! Woo! The final season. <laughs> Woo-woo! Wait. See you uh, in May. Tears will be shed. Tears will be shed. See you in May. Oh, yeah. So what if this show ends and everything was a dream? That's not gonna happen. They're not gonna do that. No, they they wouldn't do that. What? Yeah, it's like, all Cass's dream? Sure. <laughs> Not going to happen. Or like they're in purgatory the whole show? No. That's no, so they already did purgatory. Yeah, they're already in oh, purgatory. Sorry, sorry. You know what? Like, sorry. spoiler alert. No spoiler attempt behind. You know, I'm not, I'm we, so we, never, behind we, we didn't even talk it. about the whole uh, Jared Pedalecki stuff going I on. I refuse to acknowledge it. <gasps> People have their mistakes. I would love to go to a bar with him and see him get wasted <laughs> and hit a bartender. Yeah, I, I feel thought, like that's I so cool. I always thought this entire time I want to go to a bar with Dean. No, I actually want to go to a bar with Sam. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's Sam. Jared. You want to go with Jared. True, Jared. He got drunky, but so did Ben Affleck over Halloween. Yeah, no, it's True. all good. You have you one bad night. He's Everyone has their mishaps in life, okay? All it takes is He's one bad day. He's going to be our new 
Texas wow. Walker Rangers. Uh, well Walker done, Texas sir. Rangers, whatever it's called. <laughs> He's got to be it, okay? All right, so uh, what, what do we have for homework? What movies do we have to watch because we recommended them to each other? Oh, shall uh, we? Do you, do I you guys I, want homework? Well, well, I, I have, have to watch. Return to Oz. No, not with Disney Plus coming oh, out, bro. I'll, I'll get, all my time's going to be taken. I'll give you an assignment. Out. No, but I already got an assignment. I forgot which one it was, though. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, what was it? You never seen, and I said you have to see it. It's so good. And we'll and we'll find out what that is on a nice little cliffhanger next week. So with that being said, everyone enjoy Disney Plus and Doctor Sleep. And we'll and see Dr. you Sleep. next week. Yeah.